I'll do whatever is necessary for the success of this show. That's just not true. You wouldn't do tic-tac-toe with your belly button. When did I say that? <laughs> I, was, I was recording. I've got, I've got Paul on, on record saying that. Like, when did I say I wouldn't do tic-tac-toe with my belly button? You wouldn't share it with us, actually. You would do it for the company. You said that you would take the money for yourself. If That's you true, yeah. photos of you playing tic-tac-toe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what? I do. Uh, that's that's not success of the company. I do. I do a little profit share. I mean, well, well the way the way it was set up, it sounded like it was just going to be. Yeah. We split everything a third. Okay the then. Well then. All right. <laughs> I'm not above it, Paul. I want you to know that I am willing to share some of the money that comes in based on your belly button. See exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right. I am not an animal. It's not true. I'm totally an animal. Are you recording right now? Yes. Because last time we did this and then we started late like this, the audiences were very confused that, <laughs> that, they, that the episode started in the middle. Yeah. But too bad. Here we go. <laughs> hey, Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great. Let's go. It's time for the episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And on the knobs and dials is Jacob the Audio Guy. Woo! We're preaching fun. All right, Jacob. Yes. I'm going to ask a question for you about Paul. All right, go. How many minutes of the debate did Paul <laughs> Mattingly watch last night between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton? Do, do we have an over-under on this? Uh, yeah, okay. I would say the over-under is five minutes. Okay. The debate was an hour and a half? About an hour and a half. Hour and a half? Uh, I'm going to take the severe under. You take, you, you take I, zero minutes. I'm taking zero minutes. Okay. Not counting uh, watching anything on, uh, on Facebook or social no, media. No, no, the, the, the event itself. Watching watching the debate on television, uh, not counting recaps of it on some other show or, or on social media, zero minutes. Uh, and this is unfair of me to ask for information now, but Paul, was Anne home? Uh, last she night? was okay. 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 Does that change your answer? Because that changes uh, mine. Do, does it count if Anne has it on and Paul is in the room? Well, no. Watching enough that we, Act, actively watching. Actively watching. I'm gonna stick with my. I'm gonna stick, gonna with, stick my with, guess. with zero minutes. I'm stick okay. with zero. I was my guess was that it was gonna be zero minutes, except that if Anne is home, I imagine Anne wanted to watch Hillary Clinton. You think she? You think she might have sucked him in? I think she might have said like we should watch we should watch a little bit of it. Okay. And then eventually, I don't know, we'll, we'll find out now whether who flinched first in this. <laughs> yes. Paul, did you watch any minutes of the debate? I watched all of it. Oh wow! I think we 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 left like with five minutes to go. Anne wanted to go get ice cream. <laughs> I found myself eating as well. Oh, you had to, you had to medicate somehow. <laughs> I, mean, I had the, the agita so bad during that thing. I was my heart. Was racing so fast, yeah, for the first five or ten minutes, yeah. And I was, and and Anne was like, "Do you need me to change it? Do you need me to change the channel? We don't have to watch it." <laughs> that's okay. That's exactly what I figured. That's why I put the over under at five. And uh-huh. I was like, I figured it was five of Paul being in in, in sweats. And yeah, then I was finally in one the of absolute saying, sweats, and I was like, "No, just go ahead. We need to watch it. I need to see it." I had uh, I had my phone open to Pat Oswalt's Twitter. 
Oh, good. So yeah, that, yeah. Was, okay. that was kind of my saving grace. Live tweet. This is so funny. Yeah, same thing. I watched the first, uh, in thirds, I watched the first one wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Second one, I was on my phone checking things mm-hmm. and doing stuff and doing dishes. And I gave myself uh, like laundry to fold. Like, because I just was like, yeah, I had to have I something activities. to do. And then my mother-in-law was in town. And then my wife, my mother-in-law and I all uh, just then got out food. The last half hour, <laughs> it just was like, we just couldn't deal. I was I was home for the debate uh, at a big event at the at the Absent Theater yesterday. So, mm-hmm. but I was home between the two parts of this event for it and uh, watched Monday Night Football. Okay, and had the DVR set to the debate. So you had a you had a rough night. I did. <laughs> oh man, I did. Uh, luckily, the event that it was at the that was at the Absent Theater was a bunch of really beautiful people taking their clothes off. Oh, good. So that there is... was so there was that. I rehearsed I, would... I rehearsed that all day. So there was beautiful people practicing taking their clothes off all day. You know, this is an argument I make uh, all the time for people for outlooks. You know, we talk yes. like, and not not life coachy, but just like you know, uh, as an improv person, I always say like, you can if you sit down and say I had a terrible day, your brain uh-huh. will tell you, you things right day. away mm-hmm. that make you say you have a terrible day. If you sit down and go, you know what, I had a good day. Yeah, your brain will immediately tell you why you had a good day. Mm-hmm. There, uh, you're absolutely right. And I years ago, I actively chose to start doing that. Yeah. I I really did, and it, it, it honestly like it it, cha- it changed me a lot. I'm still a work in progress, but yeah. I'm getting better at it. My problem is like that's with, always the, it's always the lesson. I use it in improv to teach subconscious. You know, yeah. like your your brain writes so fast for you when you it get out of the way. Does yeah. and I use that as an example as like watch how quickly your brain just writes. Yeah, you oh, know? sure. And so uh, uh, in that scenario, so for Jacob, it's very easy to sit down and say I had a bad day. Yep, it's very easy to sit down and say I had a good day. Yep. So I was I, on the bad excellent. on the bad day side. Yeah. I had a, I had a hell of a long day. Yeah, because it was all day worth of rehearsals and then a show that started at midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it didn't start till about twelve fifteen a.m. Yeah, so it was a long day. Yeah, but it was a long day filled with naked people. Sure. So there's that. Uh, Good looking naked people. Both even better. Yes, I would still say the uh, first one's I mean, really great. Fine. Yeah. Yes, the first one's first one's great. Second part just makes it. That's bonus. Nudity of all variety is always just better than. An, I enjoy nudity. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. just a fine. It's a fine. Uh, fine it, improve, it improves a day. Yeah, sure. So uh, came home between the uh, between the nudity betwixt uh, betwixt the nudity and uh, watched a little Monday Night Football. Uh-huh. Uh, the Saints uh, had a few drives where they looked like they could beat anybody in the world. Yes, they did. And then they had other drives where, boy, they looked bad. This is uh, you and I are in a similar predicament as football fans right yeah. now. Is that both of our quarterbacks seem as good as ever? Yes, and as adept and knowledgeable as ever. Drew, Drew Brees honestly looks like the best quarterback in the league right now. He is. Uh, he looks great. He's a monster. And then you're just like, oh, but there's the, the, the odds two... of our team winning are still yeah. seem. He threw. No, he didn't throw two interceptions. He, he threw. He threw one, and then he had. He threw one that got reviewed and was not an interception. Right, but that was, but the one that was was not his fault. No, and it was a it it, killer it, too. It hit the receiver in the hands and the receiver didn't catch it, bounced off of him, blah blah blah. He's matter. got one job. Yeah. <laughs> He's a receiver. His job is to receive the ball. It's in the name. I'm a receiver. So uh I had the DVR set. You work all week to possibly do this maybe eight times. <laughs> no. <laughs> if a receiver gets targeted eight times in a game, he's the number one receiver on that team. Right. If you max get, amount of times, you got to use your hands to receive the ball. If your you get job hit, title, 
in the hands <laughs> by a ball yeah. that your only job is to catch yeah. and you don't do it. Yeah. Oh. Now I realize this podcast is coming out Wednesday, which means you've already had 24 hours to digest uh, the Monday Night Football news cycle. Yes. As well as the debate news cycle. Yes. So I'm, I'm not. We're, we're by no means are we going to break down. No, the, no, no. The, we're, the, not, we're, we're not breaking down either. We're not. We're not. We're not going to be. Uh, we're not going to be uh, doing that. I, but I was curious about it. Uh, afterward. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, but I did watch parts of the debate. Okay. So halftime of the game. I uh, I started the debate on yeah. on the DVR. Mm-hmm. Um, fell asleep. Yeah. Uh, probably about five minutes into it. Yeah. Woke up to uh, two grown adults yelling at each other. Yeah. Is it, that's the thing? And, uh, well, I was guess it weird to you. It was guys? one adult yelling at, at the other one, and the and one and one adult kind of saying like, "What are you? No, oh, shucky ducky." <laughs> yeah. Uh, why didn't Ben it, Carson moderate? It was oh, that. No, there we go. Why didn't anyone moderate? <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> rather, than having, rather than having the audience not participate, <laughs> you should have a moderator just participate, but a yes. truly neutral moderator. So it'd be like, oh, damn. <laughs> oh, that's not nice. Shit. Burn. <laughs> burn. Sick burn. Stay down, Hillary. Too good, too long. Sick burn. Uh, oh, that's a point. That's a point. That's it. we should if they now, have a chalkboard. We eventually we should go on Facebook Live and we should do that. We yes. should we should they watch did. the next there debate. There tons of people doing that crazy. Oh, I know yeah. exactly. Yeah, but it's not silly. as not as not as silly as we would do it. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, uh, we would do it silly. My thought afterward, I was sad at when it was all over. Yeah, and my that's, sadness. That's, that's honestly why I turned it off. And yeah. I watched a little bit of it after the game, and I watched a little bit of it last night after I got it was home. Just upsetting. And yeah, I just I kept having to turn it off because I was like, this is this is just disgusting. It's this just is upsetting. That's if, all. If I were into political football, which is which I've gotten into less and less. When I was younger, I would have I was loving it. Like mm-hmm. I thought, Car- when John Kerry took George Bush apart in the first debate, mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit! And that was the first lesson of debates really don't matter because uh, I was like, there's no way that people want that guy to be president. Right. And then George Bush won. Political football wise, I thought Hillary was close to perfect. Yeah. Sure. And she was as good as I'd ever seen her. She came yes. ac- she came across as the adult in the room. Yeah. Uh she presented I thought she pl- presented her platform, she presented her her uh what what she wants to do as president. Yeah. And she was arguing with an 8-year-old. Yeah. Who just kept going, "Wrong." No. And this is where I was saying At one point she said something and Donald Trump as she was as she was talking went, "Not." <laughs> So what? What? I believe he was trying to say not true and stop himself. But he I said think, not. But I don't, I don't know if he was going for the whole. I don't know what he was. I don't know if he was trying to say something else. But he. Yeah. Came, it was a '90s burn, is what it was. As if. Yeah. yeah right. Just Wayne's world. Schwa. Schwa. No, was it? Uh, it was right Schwa. out of Clueless. Schwa. Hillary, you got me a gun rack. <laughs> you don't even want anyone to have a gun, let alone numerous guns, to necessitate an entire rack. <laughs> Oh boy! Um, I remember I was talking oh. to a, a coworker last night who's a Trump supporter, and I just said, you, "Why? Why does he have to come across as an asshole? Why does he just have to be an asshole?" Yeah, because he—he I mean, he says things that I don't entirely disagree with. Yeah, there, things, there were there, there were one or two says. things that he said. I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He's talking about like the, I don't the, I don't say that I don't disagree actually, with anything but, he but, says, but they're, no. but they're kind but they're kind of very basic yes statements. Sure. So, the government invests in wasteful spending. Yes. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah correct. Agreed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We all. I think 
I think everyone yeah. can agree with that statement. But sure. the way that he phrases it is, hey, you fat bitch. <laughs> Why the fuck is the government engaging in all this wasteful spending? Uh, right. Yeah. Like if if the government, if the United States has started uh, eight years ago, I would agree a lot with what Donald Trump is saying. Yeah. Fine. Um, but uh, we're just, this is not the case. Yeah. But um, I, uh, no, here's why I was just sad. Mm. I was sad because it was a combination of every like dystopian view of American politics that had ever been written into fiction. Oh, yeah. Portrayed what happened last night is happening. Yeah. You know, it was every, every dystopian view, but yeah. on NBC. Yeah. Every like, you know, whatever graphic novel or whatever, mm-hmm. you, or, or, you know, even like a, the Black Mirror episode or whatever, like everything that kind of referenced like what could happen if popularity if just straight up popularity took over democracy mm-hmm. happened last night. Mm-hmm. And in a way that it's one of those things where like, it's one of those things when, when something terrible comes true, but it just isn't as bad as we think it would be mm-hmm. not because it was less true. So everyone did get together. Everyone did have like popcorn and, and rally and bars and treat it like a sporting event. Right. And a really uh, gross reality show host. It's fascinating. Did speak to someone with a lot of experience in government, yeah, and 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 they had to talk to each other like they were on equal footing, yeah. yeah. And it was gross. Was it the uh, was it the most watched debates of all time? Did I don't you know because sure? we don't know the oh, numbers. Know. Are, we don't know yeah. the numbers are out here. Yeah. Uh, again, we're, we're recording on that. Tuesday, so I probably. I mean, it's got to be. It's, it's got to be up there. there. It has yeah. to be. And it, and also was the thing of like that's when he got in the race when Donald Trump declared. His race, you're like, oh my god, could you imagine if it came down to Trump and Clinton right. debating on the stage? More so than the actual election itself, I thought it really calm. Everything about Donald Trump running for president actually became successful to me last night. Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like that was the nightmare moment of like, could you imagine it could ever come down to those two people having to talk to America on, an, on the same stage? And it was like, that just seems so wrong. And then it happened, and it was. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. was as gross and awful, and it did become the spectacle that every hypothesis, you know, pointed at mm-hmm. came true. Yeah. Right. And so that was like, I just was like, no matter what happened as a result, I mean, I, I think objectively, I think you can't, you got, I mean, Hillary just did such a, a better job, uh, I think. But doesn't matter. Seemed like yeah. It, it, that's that's the bottom line. Is it yeah, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It just I mean, was. It just was. It I just was like, oh, it's just it's an achievement of itself of, of, of grossness in this country. No, nope. like the grossness of our country was achieved last night. Yeah, no, that's that's no, what bothers. No me. victories. Yeah. yeah, no victories. Yeah. So I don't like. That's why I can't play political football. No, with it. it just it's, was it's, like the, we can point to that as a low point on and of itself that we made <laughs> a legit presidential candidate of any kind. I sure. Of anyone. Yeah. You know. If it was Tim Kaine and Trump, it's it would be just as gross, right? Uh, it's just that Trump as a candidate is just the worst. It's just it's just a real blight on our country. Yeah. So Ugh. that was that was that was my good takeaway. I would like to see Donald Trump and Ross Perot have a debate. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to see that. That's the thing. I wonder how I would have taken Ross Perot in the debate as an as a as a as a as an adult. Yeah, I loved Perot. Oh yeah! In high school, I loved him running, and I, yeah. I I was really into it. And I was yeah, as a kid, convince, I was like this guy trying to convince my dad to vote for Perot. <laughs> he was like, ah, oh, he doesn't believe in the Bill of Rights. Yeah. Uh, no thanks. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's the thing is like just the craziest stuff that came up here and there. Well, now like this this of, last uh, week, Trump was talking about wanting to bring oh, back stop and frisk. Yes, and, and he, he, yeah. he doubled down and he's like, yeah, I've got the best. He had some incredible lines when I'm going to take I'm going to take away guns from the people who use them. And he said that <laughs> take away guns from criminals and people who use them. And then the best line of the night for me was when he was talking about a court case that uh, the police had a very non, a very against police judge. That was what it was. Yes. A very against police judge. I lost my mind. Yeah. I was like, yeah. that is all over Twitter right now. And it yeah. was. It just made me laugh. A very against police. They went to a judge who was a very against police judge. Yeah. Is I believe, that, I believe I think, anyone who's ever I mean, gone to traffic the, court. That might be the technical term. Yeah. <laughs> very <laughs> against police judge. I believe anybody that's ever gone to traffic court can tell you that uh, there aren't many judges that are anti-police. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of very against police judges. Yeah. I've never gone to traffic court and had the judge be like, wait, a policeman wrote you this ticket? <laughs> oh. It's out. That changes everything. Motherfuckers. Here's a hundred dollar bill. Have a pleasant day, Mr. Smith. Gym teachers, man. Give the guy a badge. I'm a very against police judge. (laughs) Just know it. Just know that. I'm Mm -hmm. running for re-election. Yep. Do not care for it. Lots of judges are not against police. (laughs) I am a very against police judge. I'm Paul Mattingly. I approve this message. (laughs) You know, I don't. I don't like a lot of Paul Mattingly's platforms, but I will give him this. He brings diversity to the room. He really brings that other point of view in there. And he's an outsider. Craziness. Barf. Yeah, it was just really awful. Rough. (coughs) Speaking of rough. Rough Barkington. Mayor, we got to get him in the debates. He would have been a fine candidate. I would have loved to listen to Rough Barkington in the debates. Mm -hmm. Very pro-dog. Very so, mal- policeman not sure of his stance. Mailman very anti mailman judge. <laughs> he's, a, he's a very he's a very against mailman dog candidate. <laughs> we had an interesting week at Fifty Shades this week again. I, when when do we not? Man? Well, that's the thing, again. Man. So we came in on Tuesday, right? And on Tuesday we had to do a walkthrough because. New, new set shows, pieces. New shows are, are coming into the show. The back of the... You guys are the most walking through people I've ever seen in my life. We are... Except when you need to have walkthroughs for safety reasons, then you don't have walkthroughs. That's totally true. Well, thankfully, this was a, this was a safety reason. Okay. We, we... As a matter of fact, we're actually out of... We've been out of paper for months at the theater. So I'm using other papers, the backs of other papers. So actually, all have of Have you checked the, your openings? I checked my openings and I found some extra papers. Good. And... Good. Uh, 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 actually, for the last three weeks, all of our sign-in sheets and cut sheets and uh, 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 weekly schedules are on the back of our emergency procedural Good. information. Good. <laughs> so if anything happens, we can just flip it over Good. and then you know where to go. It all makes sense now. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so we had... Uh, 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 New, new shows come in and they put these giant light things all over backstage and then there had to be a, a, a new costume racks and shit and then they put glow tape on everything that was absolutely not glow tape they just put white tape on stuff it doesn't help in the dark at all <laughs> what people don't realize about glow tape it doesn't just magically glow oh that's true it has to be charged yes with but this, light but this was this is not glow tape it doesn't so, glow in the dark 
But is it no? Is it exposed to bright light? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. It's oh, okay. I went to charge it because I was like, oh, good. They put, oh, okay, okay. They, I was like, oh, good. They put glow tape on everything. It's just white tape. Because no. people do that often. Yes. They put they put glow tape in a dark room. Yeah, and then they expecting go. it to just glow. No, no, and that actually is a problem in our show. Okay, uh, because. Our show, I can charge at the beginning of the show, but where we need glow tape the most is at the end of the show. Right. And no matter what, we just there's just no light on those areas. Yeah. yeah. So like it I can I, it dims I out can after charge a while, but, so. Yeah. Regardless. We're, this is we're not even close. We're not okay. this is this isn't that's not the problem. I'm glad you interviewed before. This is like I should have even started with the glow tape. Yeah, yeah. But we did all Don't that. get me started on glow tape. <laughs> but then our wardrobe lady sprained her ankle that day. Oh jeez. But decided it wasn't that bad of a sprain. And came into work. And have you ever sprained an ankle? Yes. Okay. I have too. Yeah. And when, uh, have you ever tried to walk through it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's like a cement. I don't think, I don't think I've ever done anything else, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's like cement, right? Yeah. So, like, at first, you just kind of like, oh, I can work with it. And then slowly, it just keeps swelling yeah. and hardening and swelling and hardening. Mm-hmm. And I knew this, and I was watching our wardrobe lady do this. Get and slower like, and slower. This is just not gonna happen a cast member announced that he's pregnant uh, that his wife is pregnant oh okay uh, like while we were doing the walk that's a much less interesting story but like at, at, at an amount of weeks that i was like you uh, why are you telling us this oh like but, way too soon yes oh yeah yeah oh, i was no. like you don't want to come back and talk to all of us the rule of telling people is that you want to you have to be able to untell them right you know and so you wait the amount of weeks until you feel safe that you don't have to i think was, i think the current Rule uh, as far as like you know Miss Manners type styles like yeah when the baby's four I think that's that's when that's when it's, <laughs> right you tell people yeah hey I'm the a shower baby, by the way guys we're on the way yeah <laughs> it's, 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 well that's when you let them know it could happen yeah and then it you, might and then, be a girl and then, and then you celebrate and then it's about four weeks or four years old four years old <laughs> yeah, yeah four years old yeah and then you go yeah the baby is four years old yeah and we're pretty sure it's gonna be okay oh yeah and they go like oh i thought so yeah. i thought, I thought you, you had a baby i you, thought you were pregnant and gave birth and reared and you breastfed saw that, and you then saw that potty car trained seat, that child right? yeah i, I did thought so. i thought sure i did. saw a baby on your teeth i didn't, I didn't want to say anything, anything. <laughs> no you know so keep that under my hat for a little bit i was like and kindergarten's I coming up i basically though. was like it was the way he said it. i was like do you want does your wife know you're telling us do you <laughs> want the whole cast to know yeah um it was actually Sarah Lowe. Congratulations. Yeah. I was like, babe, should you be telling me? Because it's definitely not mine. I don't you want to tell anyone. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah. So, and then, uh, and I, so like, so we're doing the, the, the cast tour. We don't have glow tape. Oh, it's like, it's going to be a mess. And then yeah. someone announces pregnancy like five minutes before we have to all get ready. And then like. And then we go out there and we and I watch this this pain quaking happening to our wardrobe lady. Oh. And then she's basically uh this 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 wardrobe lady is uh is is uh dramatic. Period. Oh good. She is a tornado of angst. Good. When there's nothing wrong. Angst tornado. Yeah. Uh my first my first night working with her when I used to be backstage, there's maybe ten minutes left to go in the show. Everyone's on stage, just she and I backstage. Uh, I don't take the bait. <laughs> uh, this is my first night working with her. I guess maybe we can try to be, I can try to pretend to be a good person here. You okay? Uh, I'm just hungry. 
my first night working with this person. I was like, there's 10 minutes left to go on the show. The final number, everyone just hit the stage because this, this is it. We're in the home stretch. You have 10 minutes before you can shove something in your pie hole. Yeah. Is it worth groaning? Call it, call it 15 minutes until you have <laughs> yeah, all the costumes yeah. collected. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> this Good is day stuff. one, her trying to make an impression. You yeah. know what I mean? This is day one. Uh, this, I got to impress this guy. This is a woman who got caught saying something inappropriate about Paul that I tried to get fired unsuccessfully. Yeah, good. And then, uh, uh, so, so she's backstage, and so she's just putting on a one-woman pain show <laughs> backstage. She's got her foot up. She's wondering if people can do stuff for her. She's talking about how she can't take off of work. And then uh, the, the no good deed goes unpunished because she sprained her ankle trying to help her friend move. Oh, no! <laughs> And this is all while the show's going on. Like, there's a curtain, you know, we just began the show. And before Paul, <laughs> Paul's not having it, I was already getting a play-by-play from my, uh, from my wife backstage. And uh, uh, I, li- <laughs> I like that you talk about that she had uh, weak ankles from years of tap dancing. That was one of the things that she was blathering about. It's from years of tap dancing, my ankles. And that's like uh, ankles. I don't know. If, I don't oh, know if tap boy. ankles a thing. <laughs> tap that ankle. <laughs> My legs yeah. have been in real pain. Yeah. For five solid months. Yeah, exactly. Maybe and when six. when did you tap dance? Maybe six. How many years of tap did you have underneath? Mm. <laughs> I, mean, you I know you do. Did a, I know you did a lot of jazz. You just do your job. You just go to work. Yeah. You do your goddamn job. And if your job in any way yeah. causes other people difficulty in doing their job, yeah. fuck you. Go home. Fuck go home. You. So finally after about ten minutes of the I'm in pain show, uh <laughs> I got a text via Paul. Well, it started as soon as things were going. Yeah, and, no, and, right and, away. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, well, before she I mean, she, she was she was on death's door. She was on carry shit backstage. She was on death's door. Yeah. And so as soon as... as she soon, was having who carry shit backstage? Cast members. As soon as... Uh, oh, that's how you can get her fired. <laughs> well, dude. I'm not kidding. She's a union member. You can, you can absolutely go to the I union. I don't know that and, she is. Uh, uh, she's got to be. Mm-mm. I know. Oh, I don't think what? so. Just tech. Just license sound. Yep. Uh, that's weird. Well, yeah, no, welcome yeah. to our world. Okay, <laughs> welcome uh, to our cruise ship of uh, a room. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, no, but as soon as Just Sarah, as soon as Sarah came off the stage after her first number, I just yeah. quickly, quietly, please text Matt. <laughs> she must be taken away. She's, She's go. dying. Yeah. Uh, Marta is here, thankfully. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get someone to cover. Yeah. We'll be fine. I just the level of stress. <laughs> And bad juju I mean, that it's she like a, brings always. every night. Every night, yeah. This week oh, was such a relief God. to me. A, this I week know. was such a relief to me. I don't. I can't. I can't even put into words just the level of unprofessional. That's what. That's the, that. I can't put it into words. Yeah. Unprofessional in right. a single, simple, clear, concise word. Unprofessional. Sure. That's it. Yeah. Everything. Every piece of it is unprofessional. So it just drips with unprofessionalism. Every <laughs> single fucking thing. You so need to I, get a mop for that. I go to. I go to. Uh... You would need the biggest mop in the world. 
You would need a mop so big that the entire facility would be full of mop. <laughs> there would be no show. It'd be all mop. It'd be like you were walking in a in a spaghetti bowl full of mop. Noodles. Exactly. Noodles! You could play noodles. Um. So rage. Uh, the deep rage. <laughs> Sarah already texted me. Uh, can you get Marta to come back? Marta, Marta who's our other uh, wardrobe lady. Who's a dream? Lover. And she was already hired by... She was in the house because she was hired by another show coming in. Yep. She's working on another show. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, so she happened to be in the house. Normally, she would not be. And I said, uh, yeah, I'll go... And, and no, she's like, can you get Marta? I said, I, well, I can, but I don't know her tap dancing background. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> We don't know how much life her ankles have left in them. Yeah, I have no idea. All I have right. no idea. Uh, uh, TBD. So, um, That's fucking funny. Uh, so then I go back to get her, and uh, she's like, uh, oh, I don't, I don't want to go out now and make a scene. We should wait for the blackout. And I was like, bitch, you've been making a scene the entire time. Like, you're driving the cat batty. Like, <laughs> so I just said, no, 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 we're going to go right now. Right now, we're going right now. Yeah. <laughs> I just was like, just "Let's go. go, yeah, let's go, let's go handle this." Um, we got it handled. Oh. <laughs> so then we had the substitute wardrobe finish the rest of the night, and that was night one. I, I said to uh, Sarah afterwards, "This is Tuesday." I, that's what I said. I was like, "This was night one." I was like, "It already feels like it's been a week in a day with all the shit we dealt with going yeah. into that show." Yep, it was just a fucking tornado. Of a bunch of bullshit heading right into show one. And then Christine's shoe broke. My shoe broke. Um, this is Wednesday. That was Wednesday. So I was laughing because like, yeah. I had to remember uh, Tuesday. because it's different from Wednesday. Yeah. Because then Wednesday, I was like, wait. I had to be like, wait, what happened yesterday? So <sighs> Wednesday, we had the craziest old fat Asian lady in the front row. Oh, she was amazing. Oh, yeah. Wednesday was the fucking... Oh, Wednesday. Wednesday, we had very low attendance. Wednesday was insane. Right. Wednesday trumped Tuesday. Yeah. So this is Wednesday. We had this lady come in the front row, and she uh, had no um, uh, sense of theater. She was waving and clapping at people with direct eye contact uh, as they were performing. <laughs> she was not. She was... She was by herself. By herself at a table of four, front row center. She was laying down across chairs, falling asleep half the show. <laughs> she fell asleep straight up during the loudest number. Yep. During Fifty Shades, the title Put song. Right she must have it's been a huge drunk. gospel number. She was straight up asleep in the front row. It sounds to me like she has an excellent sense of theater. There is someone with a comfort dog. Oh, good. Do you good. know like, what's it called? Uh, uh, a, a dog that people like to carry with dog. them. It works. Yeah, I think it's yeah. comfort dog. Yeah, they, they, get, a, they get a special vest that says yeah, I can bring my dog anywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah that's, that's a word for it. But like, SJ keeps trying to get that for Ninja. This thing was like a horse. It was like a Doberman. Like yes. It was like uh, Marmaduke. What kind of dog is that? I have no words. Mastiff. Yeah, it was like great a Mastiff. mastiff. Mm-hmm. Like a Great Dane or a Mastiff, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was lying down asleep with like the Asian lady. Uh in, in the front row she was breaking up everybody because she was just smiling and looking people directly in the eye while they were acting good I, I never look at people until I, I have to and, uh, <laughs> and so she's doing that and then Marmaduke is tripping up our cocktail waitress good <laughs> I like where this is going we had like a weird a lot of heckling a lot of participation happening I got a text backstage like do you see what's happening and I was like there's so much. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, right. Which part? What part? And the then, answer is yes. What are you referring to? And then we had a fill-in on sound. We had mittens on the soundboard. And uh, mics mics aren't coming up. 
Mics aren't going down. Like people were talking without volume. Good. It's just, I mean, this thing was just, I was sitting there just like uh, getting like a uh, very I sad. Start, I start my song and I've got background chatter from the ladies who aren't on stage yet yeah. because their mics are hot Yeah, when they shouldn't be. Yeah. So the first 20 seconds of my song has a bunch of chatter going on underneath it that people are like, what's happening? Yeah. Just forget about it. What a, and then dude, you're tough. really, you're bringing me down. It's tough to run a I'm soundboard so, with I'm feeling on. so upset. I, I, I put all this out of my mind because we had a good weekend. We did. No, we had no, no, a no. really good weekend, but like, this is just making me so sad. This is, this is, I just looked at my notes because I was like, this is crazy. It was crazy. So we're not even done. So so we get to the end, towards the end of the show, and uh, uh, Marin, who plays uh, Anna, the lead, mm-hmm. goes to sing her final verse in the finale. Well, it's the moment when the finale is about to kick off. Right. Marin and I just kicked it off and she's about to take her solo spot all the rest of the players have run up in their final wardrobe the second they're up there he hits the cue again accidentally double clicks the go button and we go right into bow's music and that's it bow the the final music cue we've got literally two minutes left in the show yeah and the bow music starts i'm like well that's it just blares we're done so blares the cast at first even looks to see like how can we there's like a moment of the cast as a whole it's like how, how can, can we, we save power this? through this right yeah, yeah. how do we salvage it go we're, to, we're go to do we're it. looking to be pros we're looking to, yeah. to make this right but and then the people's just, just blaring over the yeah. top of the music it's, it's double cued yeah. so it's not like one took over the other the finale music and the bow music are playing over each other so you, then you want me to t- tell you something that you'll really hate to hear yes there's a very easy way to stop that yes i i i know yeah. There is not from me personal experience, but because we had I had it out because uh-huh. this guy's a sub and he's been subbing in for our show uh, the majority of the time for the last three weeks. That, that is that is literally uh, something that could be fixed with a mouse click. Okay, so what happens? is The music goes then dead quiet. If it happened any other earlier point in the show, yes, I could have uh, pulled the lights, got on the microphone, put the cast backstage, explain what's happening, bring him back out on stage. Right. This point in the show. We're done. The whole audience even knows, but it's the last thing. Yeah, like so, like for, it's, it's obvious. A, so for me to like restage just to get your final song, just for so a minute, bow, for, for a, a minute. minute. Yeah, yeah. It's like no. So it just was like no. So all this music players and it plays, and then boom, he hits it to get everything quiet, and then you just hear like, oh fuck. It's just him looking at the computer yelling, oh, fuck, in total silence <laughs> while the whole cast is on stage. I'm racing towards him. Oh, wait, so he just stopped everything. Yeah. He just pulled it all. Beyond that. No, no. What I was saying is there's a mouse click to just cut out the finale music and keep the other song playing. Oh, oh, I know. But yeah, yeah. He was already past all that. No, no, no. He yeah, brought yeah. the room to we total were, we were gone. silence. So Paul's a pro. Okay. Good. I want to know, like, this is a quick backstory on this. Like, so uh, if I set this on air... There's a show I was not at. I had a sub in for me, and um, the sound cue went out during uh, one of the um, right before uh, Red Room song, which is yeah. a big, big other big anthem song. And uh, Paul, uh, while the while the board had to crash, it had to be reset, okay. rebooted. Uh, Paul ad libbed for about two minutes, which in theater is That's a, a long very time. long time, very long time. Paul was interacting with the audience, kept yeah. going up, and he did such a good job by all accounts that. Uh, no one even knew it wasn't part of the show. Okay. I heard about this from everyone but Paul. Paul said nothing to me about this. Okay. Paul and I saw each other that night, 
and we saw each other uh, the next day going to the show. Paul never even thought to bring up the fact that he had ad libbed for two minutes right. and kept the show going while the while the board crashed. It was not 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 in Paul to do this or whatever. I just want to say this ahead of time. So then, Paul, go ahead. So <laughs> you're saying we did hear about silent, this part. We're in a Paul. dead silent theater, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Cass is starting to just kind of wander off and head and head down. <laughs> head yeah. Go home. Like we're going. Like I'm like, nope. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Bows. Come on, everybody. Let's let's take a bow. Paul rallies the whole thing together. Okay. Gets everybody to hold hands quickly. Just says, hey, everybody, that's our show. Everybody, come here, everybody. Let's go. Let's take a bow. He just quickly just takes control of the situation. Yeah. Hands up. Bow. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great Fifty Shades night. Good night. Normally, we- you would the cast heads out to the lobby to do meet and greet. Clearly, they don't want to do this. So the, the whole cast accurately just hides backstage and if you know the window showroom we don't have an actual backstage what we have is a black curtain and then just a just a place where we hide and cower yeah in the right. dark like cockroaches yep and and then we wait for him to leave so we can actually go out through the audience into the kitchen yes that's how we leave the showroom yes. right so what happens is the whole cast has to wait backstage for the whole room to empty bewildered and yeah. in silence there's not even exit music no exit it's, music it just was silent for the next Five minutes. Well, and you should have sung a song for the backstage while people were exiting. Well. And they could have because he left their mics up. Ah! So if they started talking, some of the people still had their mics up. So they couldn't so they so take their mics off in order in to silence. not be heard. So yeah. while, while it was exiting in silence, they had to like either not talk, take their mics off or whisper. Right? Yeah. I, I love every part of this. Figure that they're on the same page with everything's going on because they handled everything on their own so far that I'm racing backstage to find the producer to, to yell about yeah, yeah. someone. Why did we have our substitute guy? You know, this, if you look, listen to previous episodes, you know, we've documented that we spent obscene amount of hours training one guy to be able to do license sound for our show. And right. we had all, and the first guy got fired. And so we trained this guy. And so we spent a lot of time bringing a lot of people, spending a lot of money to make sure this guy knows the show. I guess we should. This is probably way late to say, but yeah. Matt and Paul both work on Fifty Shades to Parody. Oh, geez, yeah, yeah. For for people who don't are, who are not regular listeners, they work on the show Fifty Shades to Parody, a musical parody of Fifty Shades of Grey at Bally's. Usually, Museum. and we work on a it's cruise usually, ship. It's stage. usually really fun. It's a great show. It's usually yeah. really. It's a really good show. It is a good good show. I love this. And production. that show, by the way, describing the lady falling asleep and stuff like that. That crowd had a great time. Yeah. Which should be noted that that crowd was actually particularly hot. They were just loving it. They were. That was the it. thing. Like, and we had so many little snafus and sound gaps and light yeah. gaps, and they still were on board with us. I was. Yeah. I was. It had by been, the end of it that had whole been like night, a regular crowd. They, people might have won their money back or something. Yeah, it yeah. just was not the case. By the end crowd. of that whole night, I was just so crestfallen because they had held on with us so long, and right at the end, it just all went to shit. And I was like, man, because those are some people I wanted to shake their hands, but yeah. uh, oh well. Uh, yeah, and then but then Thursday picked up. A little bit better. Oh, well, you, but you, you're, the producer wasn't there. That's the producer the wasn't thing. there, yeah, yeah. So you couldn't... Yeah, so you, couldn't went, you wouldn't charge him backstage. I couldn't tear into anyone. And I've already gotten in trouble for going above my, my producer's head straight to the union about issues that I've yeah. had with stuff like this. So I, I wasn't going to do that just yet. So I was really going to tear into the producers and then uh, uh, could not be found. Mm, okay. And then uh, while searching for them... I go finally go to go backstage and uh, the room is cleared, but the cast is still hiding behind the curtain. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like I didn't go back and get them out. Yeah, I th- thought everyone was on the same page. So then I was like, "What do we do?" I was like, "Oh, you're waiting for me." I was like, uh, "I wasn't going out there until everybody was gone." Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, the actually the room was empty except for one person, Chinese lady. Yep. Boy, still asleep. 
She was in the back. They moved her to the back, but she she's waiting for someone to assist her to uh, get like a chair assistance. Oh no! So she was just again just there smiling and waving as the whole cast came out in the making eye contact. It was unbelievable. What a night. Oh, that's great! It was unfucking real. These are the moments that we'll cherish. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we get our regular tech guy back. Great shows. Biggest crowds we've had in a while. Uh, it was a, it was it was a crushy weekend. It was great. Yeah. Like three nights in a row of like hold your head high. Here we go. It was great. So hopefully we can keep that momentum. Yeah. Something else. One night I would like to come over and run the sound and lights for uh, Fifty Shades. Me too. Because uh, all I want to do is just turn Paul's microphone on at the beginning of the night and leave it on until the end of the night. You know, you won't hear anything. You won't, Paul's uh, Paul's an island back there. You won't hear anything. I, st- I stand by myself. Once in a blue moon, I'll chat to somebody a little bit. But for the most part, I'm just, well, I, you would you would hear me warming up vocally. That's all I need. You'd hear that. <laughs> That's all I need. You'd hear my pre-song. Oh, my little we scales. Separately mic them up. It'd be fun to just mic them up for this show. Just have highlights, like you know, they like they do for the NFL shows. Oh yeah, you know, where we mic a player up. We should mic Paul up for the Fifty Shades. Yeah, you'd hear my scales. If something really <laughs> funny happened, you might hear me comment on it. That's about it. Oh, we should do. A, we should get a video of Paul doing Fifty Shades and do a bad lip reading. <laughs> NFL style bad lip reading. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Anyways, so I'd like to see bad lip reading in the singlet. So it's been another wild Same week. Mess. Yeah, my singlet uh, got flat finally. Yeah, uh, it's been uh, Paul's pop, getting, ten, Paul's ten months. Get, Paul's getting a new singlet. All right, ten months and uh, got a hole in the ass. So got to fix that. Well, I can't fix that. We got to get a new singlet. So we're getting there. Uh, some, the ass. some say, some say, got to fix it. Some say, perfect, fine. I, yeah, fisty Paul. I wish we could have just patched it up because I got used to that singlet look. Yeah. Now you're wearing. Now I'm wearing your singlet. Yeah, <laughs> which has even shorter legs. So basically, it turns into a speedo with a little hot singlet action tiny little thing yeah it looks it's very tight on me it looks like looks like humpty dumpty it does it's there's nothing (laughs) it's ridiculous Uh, oh no there's nothing there's yeah oh well it's 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 gorgeous if you're wondering it does the trick oh boy what it's when for those of you who are fans of paul's balls now's not now is the time to go see 50 shades right there's a chance we're gonna see paul's ball again i'm trying to trying to fix stuff did she say when it's coming in a couple days, hopefully. Ooh. She hasn't worked with elastic before like that, so you know ah. she's trying to go to her uh, her sewing guru. To she's help got an elastic it. guy. She's got an elastic guy. Yeah, yeah. Because it does. So we it takes lost a lot our of, elastic guy. Lost it. He was old producers. All the old, all the singles were used to, used to be made by the old producers. Uh-huh. Uh, the old, uh, the old folks over there. It's tough to find a good elastic guy. It's not. I mean, it's it's a weird material to work with. Oh man. We're this 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 deep in. We haven't even gotten to the some important business here. Well, let's do it. Let's do some important business. Jacob. Yes. You're not going anywhere. Oh, that important <laughs> business. <laughs> I didn't know what important Jacob, business you were talking Jacob's about. Jacob's employers are are all over the papers. They are. It's true. So we this is tough because we, we absinthe will be at Caesar's Palace for Scoop Fest. <laughs> That's true. November eleventh, twelfth, and thirteenth. There it is. No doubt about it. Yep. Well, will be at Caesars. So what is it like over there at the show? It's the same business as usual. Business as usual. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, there are some people that weren't going to make the move. Now, are yes. those people staying? Uh, most of them, yes. Because as I imagine, some people might have already made plans, right? They have. There are a couple of people that have already made plans. There was at least one cast member that even before the move had been announced that 
uh, had announced that he was going to be leaving the show uh, to go to the East Coast because he, he has a, a child on the East Coast. Oh, okay. And so uh, one of one of our high wire walkers was was going to leave in mid November or mid October, and then he had actually extended his contract out until we were supposed to be leaving in October. Okay. Uh, so he'll still be leaving. Uh, and yeah, a couple a couple other people have uh, have contracts that they've that they've already committed to after that date. But for the most part, business as, business as usual. Well, that's good. Yeah. Overall. Now, uh, Paul, Paul and I were talking about today before you got here. Yeah. And uh, what what our producer said to us, the what his his phrase was, the, the good news is, is there's not really any bad news. Yeah. Because worst case scenario, we just keep doing this highly successful show. Right. At Caesar's Palace. Uh, you know, the company's absolutely incredible. Speak World's incredible. Yeah. I was certainly worried about the show. You know, just just from a mojo perspective, when you move shows, sure, it's tough to move a show. Yeah, there there are different environments that pop up there. Yeah, I was curious about. So I, I everyone loves the tent. Everyone loves the atmosphere yeah. of walking in off the street uh, into a tent and seeing this crazy ass fucking show. So yeah. that part's neat, and I and so that part is fun, and that also means you guys stay where Robbie Knievel can come by. That's right, and, Robbie can drop by anytime. <laughs> you know what I should do in that show is uh, what's that, Robbie? I should come out of it in like a, a vat of. Uh, of gelatin, like a like a flammable, like you know, like a like stuntman gelatin, like like on fire gelatin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll jello wrestle a girl, and we'll both be jello wrestling on fire and fire and fire gelatin. I don't know if we can find a girl to do that, Robbie. Yeah, find her. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> you uh, you guys ever have the uh, the, the ball of death? You ever done that with the motorcycle the ball of death? Uh, no, no, we we haven't. Okay, so what happens is you in the ball of death, and the motorcycle rides all over the ball of death, but it goes round, 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 round. You know what I mean? And go upside okay. down because it's in a ball. Okay, yeah. Well, except now, what's going to happen is I'm gonna have a ball of death inside a ball of death, and I'm gonna be riding around in that ball of death. And then I'm gonna use that ball of death inside the other ball of death. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Robbie, that doesn't, that just sounds like you're in a regular ball of death. No, I, there's a second ball of death inside the ball of death. My motorcycle's inside the ball of death. No, I, I which understand is what you're saying. Inside the ball of death. But here, let me, let you me get it. I, I get I, it. I think I do. So I'm I like, I a, do. like, like a Russian marble. nesting balls of death. Nesting <laughs> balls of death. It's like a ball. Of, now I could go crazy. And put a third ball of death, but that's going to take a high power motorcycle. Okay, okay, I, I think I because then I'd be moving three balls of death, well, two balls of death. Sure, sure. I, I, I believe I understand what you're getting at. Uh, one of my big problems with the ball of death is it's hard to see through the ball of death well, because it's, have, it's even harder to, to see to, through two balls. It, of death. Exactly, exactly. Now, trying to see, it see through my three balls of death, you won't see shit. That's basically opaque. Yep. Yeah. That's my. That's my. That's my catchphrase. All right. How about this? That's Basi- basically opaque? Basically opaque. Robbie Knievel, basically you, opaque. You guys perform in a tent. Okay. I like to parachute. Okay. Parachutes and tents are made of the same material. Okay. What if I landed at Caesars Got and it. the entire show took place inside my own parachute? You know, Robbie, you've come up with some interesting ideas over the years, but this one's your best. <laughs> we're doing it. We're, do- we're doing that. Here, that and the balls of death. Uh. Okay, fine. <laughs> if I have to do the ball of death to get the parachute tent, fine. this means parking stays the same. Yeah, your your cafeteria privileges stay the same. I don't use the cafeteria there. Right, you were looking forward to the cafeteria. I was. <clears throat> you also have we, a... do, we do have the best parking in town. Yeah, uh, my, minus what uh, what Penn and Teller use. Right, right, right. Yeah, they, no one they, has better. They, they parking park than Penn at the stage door. Yeah, we park thirty yards away. Yeah, we we park thirty yards away from the stage door, and then. Uh, 
you had like a you you're still officially promoted to your position there, yeah. One of them, yes. That's what I was going to ask. Because it sounded yeah. like you had two gigs. Now, so you lose a gig yeah. by staying. I, I lose... Uh, by, by staying, I lose some real money. Okay. Yeah. So that's... that's So the, there was bad news for one person. Yeah. There was bad news for uh, mo- most of the crew. Is, yeah. or No, all of the crew uh, comes out on the, on the worst end of this deal. Okay. Yeah. So good for the cast, bad for the crew. Yes. Okay. That means there's still incentive for people to back us on Patreon. That's right. right. Patreon.com slash Scoops. There's always incentive. <laughs> we are, as of right now, a lot of people are adjusting their, the, you know, a lot of people went from $100 back down to other sure. amounts. You got the, got the shirt. So let's see. As of today, uh-huh. we have 405 patrons, by the way. Our goal was to go over 400. Awesome. We have 405 now. Great. Oh, man. We are at $4,504 right now. We're hanging. We're right there on the edge. The bonus amount for everyone listening, if you want extra two extra episodes next month, is forty four forty four. Yep. We stay above forty four forty four four thousand four hundred forty four dollars. Yeah, we got how many more days do we got to have that? We got to maintain this for uh, as of today four more days, three more days through yeah. the end of the month. Yeah, and we got people dropping off from their last month's pledges for yeah. their shirts, so it's going to be tight. So if there's a time, just you know, we I accidentally sent out a test link. Yeah, uh, but I didn't mean to. But I, Patreon has a thing where you can set up your own RSS feed. So basically, we can come up with podcast material that only goes out to Patreon people. Yes. And as you know, we already are offering that. So right. Mothra is going to have a podcast. But okay. yeah, that, that's a new one that, uh, that that's, that's a new feature that Patreon has. New Mothra's agent. Yeah. Mothra's agent. I'm sorry. Mothra's agent will be having a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Mothra podcast would be. <laughs> We won't have, we probably won't have Martha as a guest right away. So just, just so you know. But Martha's agent will be fielding questions uh, uh, about, you know, Martha's show business and everything else. Sure, sure. Uh, it's going to be a really insightful podcast. Yeah. It's going to go out only to people who are back us on patreon.com slash Hayscoops. So um, if you want extra episodes, make sure and you were thinking about becoming a backer, go and give us a buck. Give us a couple of bucks. Get on Patreon right now. Make sure you get the, we're really close. This month. If we do stay above the mark, will be the first time we've hit the mark without a big push for a particular yep. event, either without a jock versus nerd day, or without uh, a big push for t-shirts. Oh, t-shirts so yeah. we're actually be exciting. legitimately fan backed into doing bonus episodes. Would and be if so you, exciting! If if you want to give money on Patreon, if you want to do the the Patreon money, but you don't really like listening to the shows, so yeah. if you don't want bonus episodes. Just put that Patreon money up there, and just put a little note that says "Don't count this towards the uh, bonus episode." Money. Oh, good, good, good point, yeah, yeah. Jacob. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you want, if you want to fund the show, but you don't really care for the show, yeah, go ahead and do that. Just put less episodes, please, and then <laughs> add that to it. I would like you to not thank me at the end of the episode. Please don't sing a song to me. Don't do anything. Just uh, please do less content. And wow. we are we are willing to be paid to do less. This is a, Jake, Jacob just lost his big gig, right? So this That's is right. it. This is just more incentive for us to go independent style. That's Hilarious. right. That's right. On what's going on? Um, I got an interesting phone call. I didn't get this in before scoop mail, but um, uh, about I forgot to bring this up with the debates. But uh, I got a phone call from Scotty Meltzer, He's a juggler out in uh, 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 California. And we I, you've, you've heard me bitch about uh, Hillary supporters trying to flip libertarians votes on social media and how annoying that is yeah yeah well i get a phone call and scotty says to me listen i i haven't checked in with you in a while but i've I've seen a lot of gary johnson stuff on your facebook page or it was a text if you if you haven't voted yet give me a call and i texted back is this a trap Uh, this is a trap this is a trap he's like no honestly just give me a call and i said okay and he said all right so 
if you're going to vote for Gary Johnson, I want you to, I want to offer. You, you've mentioned before, I, th- I think you misspoke. You mentioned before Democrats trying to flip libertarians. Yes. I said it backwards. I, th- I think you might have said it backwards. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, Maybe you said it perfectly. I'm not sure. And so Nevada is, you know, technically a swing state. Sure. In the in the election, we don't carry a lot of electoral votes, but it, it, it's it's in the, in the map makeup, it, it matters, right? Yeah. And so we, we could go red blue. California certainly going to go uh, for Hillary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he offered to swap votes. He said, "If you vote for Hillary in Nevada, I will vote for Gary Johnson in California." <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, this is, is an intriguing proposition. That is, I was like, this is the smartest tactic anyone has taken yeah. uh, mm-hmm. on my Gary Johnson support. If and you're a Democrat in New York State and you, and you want to try to sway somebody yeah. in, uh, in Kansas, that might be a good way to go. This reminds me of a story that was told a long time ago on Penny Arcade. As I was going to say, if this is a long monkey joke, I'm going to nope. leave the room. Nope. Okay. This is a story about Robert Koo, who is a cool dude. Super business genius. Okay, uh-huh. he helped build Penny Arcade into what it is today. Mm. He just left the company. A Penny a, Arcade, like a month ago. No, it's it's. Can he come work for us then? I, <laughs> right, I know. Uh, if you're listening, please, Robert. Uh, that would be amazing. No, but uh, he's got he's on to bigger and better things. I'm sure he's. I mean, anyway, he's in a. Uh, I believe this was a collegiate setting. Yeah, uh, it may have been high school, but uh, this is this is an apocryphal tale that. Uh, Jerry tells about the nature of Robert. They're at a sort of a mock UN situation. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. And uh, everybody's got a couple of cards that they're dealt as far as, um, uh, you know, trade, okay, money, da, 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 that kind of thing. And everybody has a nuclear arms card. Okay. Right? So uh, they gather up into small little pockets, you know, four or five people in a group. And they become their own little mini UN, and they're there to work out an agreement between countries. See yeah. how we can negotiate Got it. to make things work. So Robert quickly takes to the fore and says, guys, this nuclear thing is ridiculous. Disarmament is key. Let's gather those, trash them. Then we can talk about the real issues, right? Because this is stupid. This is, we're, not a, we're not a warmongering bunch of idiots. Let's, let's get this done right. So they all agree, hand him their nuke cards. He rips them up. Oh, that's not where I was hoping that was going. He quickly flips over his nuke card, which he held, uh-huh. tells them he has a nuke. None of them do. He is now in charge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, went back to closer to how I was hoping yeah. it was going. So be, be cautious. Yeah. Uh, it was a genius play, but, uh, but hilarious. Yeah. But there you go. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm now in charge. Yeah, it's like, so you guys no, no longer have any weapons. I do. We're doing what I say. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's really funny. I uh, yeah, that's the thing. Is like he says he says it's perfectly legal because you can't contractually bind someone to do it. Voting is still done, kind of you know behind the curtain, and so sure. because of that you can't stop it from happening. Yep, uh, no it's, guarantees. It's about ethics. Now, I uh, Gary Johnson's not going to win Nevada or California. No, um, and what's uh, it they say? Wisconsin's the one where he has a shot. Utah, Utah. Yeah. And for those of you who really hate both candidates, here's what you really want to happen. You want to make sure everyone in Pennsylvania who's going to vote for Hillary can vote for Hillary. Because there's no electoral map that gives Donald Trump the White House without Pennsylvania. Right. Then you want the rest of the states to go 
Trump because then it goes to the House of Representatives and the Senate to figure out who's going to be president. Oh. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. That would be that's the that's the way if you really want to be electioneering on this one, that's the one you really want. That's the way we get President Romney. That you do end up with you end up with something like that. Yeah, it's it possible. might be. Uh, yeah, it might be. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Paul Ryan. You might end up with something yeah. like that. Yeah. So my body just turned into goo. Yeah. From all this, I mean, like this, it's the stressiest thing. It, it. I can't believe I didn't. I was actually had uh, cold sweats on my forehead watching the debate last night. I was. I was real. My heart was racing. Yeah. And I was like, Was this the Chinese food I just ate? No. <laughs> Well, let's not rule what, it out. Was it the sleeve of Oreos? No. 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 I, was it the nachos I made while I was making pizza? No. No. <laughs> was it the pizza bites that I had after I ate the pizza? No. No. I'm done with that. I don't play that game anymore. I learned my, I learned my pizza roll lesson. Was it the two liter of Coke that I had with the pizza? No. No, no, no. Or the 20 ounce bottle of uh, Diet Coke I bought from Ann when she wanted a two liter bottle. Or was it the six pack? <laughs> I don't drink that diet shit. Was it the six pack of ecto cooler that I drank? No, no, I don't have any ecto cooler. Or was it the was it the bottle of Japanese cola? That could be. It could be the Ramune. No, no, just oh, just I was just I was laying down. You're out. You're out of ecto cooler. Now here's the thing. So I've been out of ecto cooler for a while. There's ecto cooler in the refrigerator here. Good. Please take it. It's coming up on Halloween. Uh, You aren't going to use that for a Halloween uh, surprise? Some crazy cocktails. No. All right. You know what you could do? You could you can get you the trick is you get um uh, uh house glove house glove a working glove. Okay. Oh yeah, you don't want to bring the house glove to work or the work <laughs> no, glove no. home. Oh, no, 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 what I'm talking about. Come on. I'm talking about like a, a dishwashing glove. A rubber glove. That's Just what I'm one. talking about. I, th- I think the word you're looking for is rubber. <laughs> yeah, rubber glove. You make sure it's nice and clean, doesn't have all that powder oh, house stuff glove. in it. <laughs> yeah, house glove. You know, for house stuff. Those yellow gloves. These are my work gloves. These are my house gloves. So you get yourself These are my house driving gloves. gloves. And you fill these are my that, bank gloves. You fill Wait, that house glove with Ecto Cooler. Hey, you got to afford all these gloves somehow. Tie it up good. <laughs> my glove budget. And then you freeze it. And then you have a creepy green hand that you can put in your punch bowl at your Halloween party. That's a fine idea, Paul. That go. is a fine idea. I yeah. like that idea. I mean, it's one that I won't be doing, but it's a fine idea. <laughs> Ecto cooler just works really well because it's so strong. Bright. In fairness, I probably won't have a punch bowl at anything. <laughs> Maybe we'll just have to do it at Scoop Fest. <laughs> do we bring even... your bring your house gloves full have of I, ecto cooler. Have I talked about my famous punch bowl party? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, so we got we got the new party house when we the were famous. younger. The famous party house, the fort, as we called it. We all when five guys moved into the fort yeah. and we were throwing parties. We told everybody that we we're going to be stocking a bar. Okay. That that and so if you're going to bring anything to the housewarming party, this is when we first started getting catering. We started getting we started catering our house parties. Good. So we st- we got we got catering in there, and then we we had a keg of keg of beer and a bunch of other stuff. But we hit, but we told everybody we we're going to be stocking our bar for our first party. And then what we got was a giant bowl. And then oh, we did no. this bit every time. Someone walked in with a bottle, like it was a dumb bottle or a nice bottle. We put a base of cherry Kool Aid. In the like, oh, uh, like the, the corner worst. cherry Kool Aid. Everyone walked in, we're like, "Oh my gosh, look at this bowl!" Hey guys, look, we got a bottle of this. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we'd all walk over, he'd crack it open, and just dump it into the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody walked in, and we just created this festering mess of red booze. Right? Oh, was it drinkable? Well, here's the thing: uh, so, people drank it. 
Right. So the, at first, no one would touch it. Right. But then the party gets going. Right. Then the party gets going. Then we kick the keg. Then we run out of everything, all the other beers and wine that we have in the fridge. So then one person. At about 2 a.m., yep. the party's still hopping and we're out of booze, right? Everyone's hammered. And so someone goes, let me try some of this punch What? Ball. It takes one person. <laughs> and then someone starts dancing other people. By the end, we're all drinking yeah. this punch. And that was a fucking disgusting party. I'm I mean, sure. We woke up. I mean, literally woking up to people just all over the floor. Uh, like, we just, oh, people oh, just yeah. passed the fuck out everywhere. Jonestown. It was, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty close to Jonestown. Yeah. <laughs> you had people drinking the Kool-Aid. It was a fucking uh, disgusting. That's what happened. No one remembered shit. Like no one. Out wasn't a cult. No, it was a party gone bad. It was a punch ball party. Forget about it, Matt. It's Jones. Nobody remembered from like two to six a.m. Like no one had any memories. Oh, it just was like a fucking. Younger scoops out there, go out and Google Jonestown. You'll get the reference. Straight up with the Kool Aid too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. So, anyways, I would uh, I would love to actually do the the Hillary swap vote uh, in Utah. Okay, because I think Gary Johnson can win Utah, and it'd be kind of exciting to have him win the state. So you would you would call someone who's voting for Hillary in Utah? Yeah, and so you would say I'll, I'll vote, I'll vote for, for Hillary in Nevada. Yeah, which is probably a bigger deal than voting for Hillary in Utah, really. Right. That's probably that's a that's a better deal than than what your friend proposed. Yeah, exactly. Because Hillary's not going to win Utah. They don't no. like her over there. No, no, no. But Hillary could win Nevada. Yeah. But is on the it's it's, it's, it's on the cusp. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyways, I thought it was a fun, fun present. I haven't given him an answer yet. Yeah. I will tell you that uh, about two quarters of the way through the debate, I thought about texting him deal. Okay. Like I just was fucking hating it so much. I just was hating the debate so much. Yeah. That just was like uh, I. So if we have any, if we have any Democratic scoops in Utah. Yeah, that want to swap votes with Matt. Yeah, you vote for Gary Johnson, and Matt will cast your vote for Hillary, but yeah. in Nevada. Yeah, hit, now, hit the thing up. is, I only got one, so that's the hard part. That's the hard part, but I, I'm into it. Yeah, uh, uh, I can find more uh, Gary Johnson voters in, in Nevada. That if you're a Hillary voter in Utah, we can maybe maybe make it more. Maybe we can more. talk some people into this. Yeah, yeah, because that would be exciting. I, I could be talked into this. All right, so you, you I could, your I could votes be, up? I could be talked into this. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Because I, I feel like the, my, my wife is uh, not going to vote for Donald Trump. And I don't think she's that into Gary Johnson either. Okay. So I am I feel safe at least that my household is not... No votes in my household are going to Donald. Mm-hmm. You know, I, don't, so like, I don't feel that safe in my household. <laughs> no, I'm, I was going to say... <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Ninja. Ninja's Ninja, a huge Trump Ninja supporter. Ninja's a big Trump supporter. <laughs> Unless uh, Ruff Barkington were running, I'd vote for him. But, yeah, uh, but he's not. Trump's the closest to Ruff Barkington we got. Yeah. Looks wise. Look at the hair. <laughs> Same haircut as Ruff. I did like the, the Huffington Post headline was Orange Crush. But that was really good. I like that. Oh, I like a good headline. My favorite thing about the Huff Post is just the blatant favorite. Oh, well, here's the thing. It's, it's I keep two news sources on my phone. I keep multiple news sources on my phone. Sure. But I keep these two on my phone for this purpose. Yeah. I keep the New York Post uh-huh. on my phone. And I keep the Huffington Post on my phone to know how the bias, the most biased headlines are. Right. So exactly like last night, I waited. It's like following like, Bill Maher on right. Twitter. Because I was catching up on DVR because I put my kids to sleep. So I was watching the debate behind the time. Okay. So I knew that the actual debate was over by the time I was like halfway through. Yeah. So when I went started going on social media to look at things, the I checked the Post and the, the Huffington Post and the New York Post to see 
who actually won based judging on the severity of the headlines. Right. And when the posts headlines were about Donald Trump's microphone and Lester Holt being biased, I was like, okay, Hillary did do that much better than Donald Trump. Right. I mean, like the post wasn't like Donald Trump creams, you know? Right. It was, you know, if you read those things with Romney, you know, it was Romney one, and then the Huffington Post was like Barack Obama uh, tired during the de- first debate. You yeah. remember that? Oh you know? yeah. So so it was like, it was, oh, Barack Obama yeah, yeah, got yeah. beat. So you're like, oh man, if the Huffington Post isn't like he won, then holy yeah. fuck, he got his fucking clock cleaned. But uh, so yeah, so yeah, because Trump remember that because they say Trump's was, mic was, was weird. It was really weird. They say Trump's mic was too low. Is that like physically low? Because you can hear him. You can hear him sniff a lot. Which came, which created like a coke addict meme, which I thought was really funny. Oh, yeah, you hear him sniffing a lot. I think his mic was weird because he shouts, right? Because he he was he was actually plays to the the crowd, right? The the if I was oh, I just realized that I know the uh, sound guy that was running the debates. Oh, you do? <laughs> I do. Yeah. There you go. So oh, find out. a lot of people think he was in on it. I've got to text him. You got to text him because people yeah. think he was in on it. So you can, you can give us a hot to text. And and I I know I know. For sure that um, he he does not have a favorite. Oh, okay, good. Like, so I, that's I, good. I know certainly that he does not have a favorite candidate. Yeah, interesting. He was leaning yeah, it's, into it's a guy his that I work a with a lot. He used to, he was trying to. There's, there's a huge crowd there when they showed the the, the reverse. Uh, yeah, there's a huge crowd there for I bet. to listen to two people blather. Uh, uh, but he was shouting to them. You know. Yeah. So uh, and she was not. So right. that's 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 that's. I think that you're gonna run into mic issues that way. Um, plus, maybe it was our sound guy that was over there filling in that night. Could be. In which could case, be. you could you could hear Trump's campaign manager on mic, even though he shouldn't have been up. Uh, oh my head! Are you texting right now? I am. Oh, good. We could, we we can get hot info right maybe here. We get some hot takes. Break, breaking news right here on the uh, the on ice cream social. Um, so while Jacob does that, while I stall for scoop mail, yeah. Let's see if I got some old business here. So, oh yeah, I want to talk to. Oh fuck. Paul, yes. I forgot to talk about the most important story, the most important story from Fifty Shades this week that happened in the crowd the same night that we carried out uh, um, our wardrobe lady on our, on our tap ankles. Yes. Music started playing in the back of the theater. Oh, yeah. This was... Oh, this yeah. was the same night, by the way. It was the same yeah, this night. This was... This was tu- Tuesday was... Tuesday night. That's why I told you. I told you I had to take notes because so much fucking shit went down. Tuesday was a miracle. So I can tell this story. You yeah. Can, you can fill in where I, where I missed the spots, but... Uh, so we're Courtney, our uh, so Courtney, president director. Our, our, she's there to you know watch over the show, uh, which she does from time to time. Yeah, she's chilling in the back of the house, and Courtney hears music, playing, music, right during the show from a different not, source, not, not through our the music show. She can hear music playing, so she starts all Encyclopedia Brown snooping around. Just walking towards the back of the house, trying to see where this music is coming from, and she finally pegs it to this elderly couple in the back of the house, and then she's on it. She's like, "Oh, it's this dude. This guy. There's sound coming from this guy." And so she <laughs> leans in, and she's like, "Sir, I'm sorry. Uh, is there are you is there music playing? Or do you have music playing?" He's like, "No." no, no, no. So she lets it go. The music does not stop. Sir, I'm sorry. I, I, I think there's music playing. His wife has music playing. They're old. Oh, okay. like 85. Old. Okay. Music. So like Paul age. Right. So he finally pulls his phone out of his pocket. It's the phone. 
Sure. It is at near full volume and it is playing porn. Straight up porn. Full screen porn on the phone. Guy had straight up. Bukaki flying hardcore, hardcore hardcore porn. porn. You're not hearing me speak right now, Scoops, because I can't speak. There are people (laughs) next to him that can see this now because he's going old man on the phone with it. Yeah, he's just, can't, it's up. Just how do I turn this just off? Just how yeah, do just I change fucking this? Bear claw dragging across. The Courtney touch is losing her shit because it's right there in her face too. The wife is all like, "Turn it off, turn it down, get that off." And he's like, "I don't know how this got on here." Just a fucking cluster. And finally, he gets it shut off. But Courtney is mortified. She's done. I mean. It's been the, just it's just the nut shotness. Just looking at an old craziest. couple's porn blaring away yep. in the back of the theater while the show's going on. I mean, it's the right show for it. Amazing. That's what I said to Courtney. I said, "How much foreplay do they need? They got the porn going away. You're watching Fifty Shades. Got to get worked up. How much? How much stuff do you need going on to get that going? To get God, that motor get rolling? Up. Oh boy. Hey, oh, that's our, great. Our good friend Skyler uh, uh, has a Cirque podcast. I'm looking for the actual name of the actual podcast. I think... Oh, CircCast. There you go. Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, Facebook.com slash CircCast. Uh, C-I-R-Q-U-E-C-A-S-T. CircCast. Uh, it's a podcast all about Cirque du Soleil. So Cirque du Soleil on Thursday the 29th. This is, this is, so if you listen to this tomorrow night, if you want to go. Uh, if you listen to this day and date or you listen to this Thursday or whatever. But if you listen to this before the 29th, you can go. Okay. And uh, he has a he has a, a four pairs of tickets to give away. If you if you go, you got to make sure you go and bring some money because he his cast uh, went through a lot of work to get Cirque du Soleil to give him these tickets to give away. It is tough to get Cirque tickets to give away, and it is uh it's very. That's a good point. It that is, is actually it is a very, hard thing to do. Is 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 these these are not light board seats or weird weird comp limited view seats. These yeah. are legit seats. The only seats to, that anybody has ever been able to give me to go see a Cirque show is in the light booth. Yeah, exactly. It's to sit in the booth or yeah. these weird or weird off to the side right. seats. So this is these are legit seats to a brand new show from Cirque du Soleil happening in New York City. It's called uh, Curious oh, with a K. One. Yeah. And it's basically like a, a huge uh, kind of like steampunk influenced yeah. ordeal. It's supposed to be amazing. It's supposed to be great. Yeah. And the Cirque shows they've done in New York are just have all been absolutely just uh, captivating and crazy. So, so if you want to see it, here's what you need to do. You need to uh, go to facebook.com slash CirqueCast, mm-hmm. like that shit, and message him uh, with your favorite picture of Paul. Good. You message him with your favorite picture of Paul, and, uh, and uh, Skylar should be able to hook you up with, uh, with some Cirque tickets for that. Oh, night. that's good stuff. All right. So first four people to do this, you're going. Four pairs of tickets. Four pairs of tickets. You get to go. So go ahead and check that out. Look at that. Value. Value. And then, Skylar, I want to know what picks people choose. <laughs> okay? So your favorite picture of Paul. <laughs> uh, uh, Does it actually Skylar. have to be me? If they send in a picture of like some crazed monkey and right. they're like, this is Paul? Correct. That's yeah, fine, yeah, yeah. right? That, that's yeah. what I'm curious okay. about. I'm good, curious good, about good. people's own interpretation. Yeah, Wide yeah. open interpretation. of <laughs> <laughs> Favorite picture of Paul. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I have gotten a, a reply text. A lot. Look at this text. I've gotten oh, a, a fucking like paragraph. Breaking back. news. We got a paragraph back. Look at that. 
So this is this is truly we're on the we're on the cusp here. So this is the the sound guy from um from the debates. Does he know this is being broadcast? Is he? Oh, I I I said uh, we are talking to debate about the debate on the podcast right now. Anything you can add about Trump's mic? All right, that's that's what I that's what I texted. Hey, that's uh, there you go. Yeah. So uh, he says it is the exact mic Hillary used. Nothing is different. It is a dual capsule, so it has redundancy. It is brand new and works flawlessly. Sounds great too. Absolutely nothing wrong with uh, with the mic. Trump's campaign did a walkthrough before the debates and checked the mic. Trump himself loved the mic at soundcheck. Nothing wrong with it. He was sniffing, which obviously will get picked up by the mic. Physics, right? Uh, <laughs> Mike this is sounds- crazy to get this, actually. I can't be forgetting this. Yeah, Mike sounds great in the room and great on the broadcast. Uh, just listen to the broadcast. Nothing wrong with it other than him and his technique. Uh, he needed to blame someone for a loss. Blamed a mic, which isn't valid. Uh, the uh, mixer, Michael Abbott, mixes the voice as well as Shark Tank and the Grammys. Uh, he mixed uh, house and broadcast. Nothing wrong but Trump himself. Mike never cut out, never popped, no plosives. Uh, nothing sounded great. Uh, Trump happened to have poor speech or happens to have poor speech technique and sniffled while talking way too many times, but he won't blame himself. Please don't mention my name. Did I mention his name? I don't think I did. No, I don't no. think he did. Yeah, there we go. Wow. We got some legit... We got that's, a legit scoop. That's a on, scoop yeah. on the scoop we show. Got, we got a legit scoop scoop. Whoa. Yeah, guys, we ain't dangerously close to being a real podcast. This is <laughs> weird. I feel weird that we got Not this. Good. Not good. Uh, thank yeah, you, Jacob. Good job. too. Good job, Jacob. There we go. Oh, he's texting me something else, too, no? Uh-oh. Oh boy, see, see what got the, the bubbles. is. We got the bubbles. Huh. Yeah. P.S. Never please mind, don't, don't ever us. say yeah. this. Yeah. 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 Never mind. Never mind. Don't ever do this on the air. Don't ever let this out. Uh, Yeah. So there's there's our uh, there's there's our little uh, information there. All right. Well, let's get into some scoop mail. Yeah, might as well. Message for you, son. From Mrs. DQ Scoop. Finally, kind of caught up on episode two sixty nine. Um, as a pharmacist, I can say that I don't sound like that. <laughs> Actually, my dream is to tell people who come to the counter on their cell phone that their herpes or STD medication is already uh, when they expect us to serve them and continue their conversation. Uh, by the way, the uh, rectal route is very effective. Good blood flow. Of, it avoids uh, the liver chewing up medicine and decreasing the effect. Uh, why do you think ju- uh, that junkies shove pills in gelatin capsules up their butt? Remember the toilet scene in train spotting? Thanks, guys, for your entertainment. And that's Mrs. DQ Scoop. All right. Thank you, Mrs. DQ Scoop. And that's true. I didn't think about the old junkie butt. I don't know what Mrs. DQ Scoop is referring to. We were trying to make people take their uh, their medicine anally. We were talking about butt tussing. Butt tussing. Oh, and then, butt tussing. And then that's we right. got actual uh, news article news about people doing about people butt, butt tussing. Oh, butt tussing. Bam and lamb. Oh, butt tussing. <laughs> it's legit. It's legit. I mean, but you know, so's, I mean, what's that? Rule 34? If you thought of it, then it's on There's the internet. There's a porn version of it, yeah. and uh, you know, if if it exists, someone's put it in their butt. That's just the truth of it. There's nothing on this planet that someone hasn't somewhere tried to put in their butt. Uh, I've put everything in this room in my butt. Now the scent makes sense. Yeah, the smell of the churn, guys. <laughs> yep. The magic. A little mm. more revealing of the of how we make the magic here. I That's used to right. think it was pumpkin spice. Now I know. <laughs> Pumpkin something. Speaking of pumpkin something, we got something here from Scoop Nurse. (laughs) Blumpkin something. Oh, butt tussin. Good day, you brilliant bastards. Holy shit, Scoop Nurse mail. A million years ago, I worked in the lab at my hospital. I drew blood and other specimens from people, which is about as much fun as it sounds. Mm -hmm. 
I'm still really good at stabbing people in the name of healthcare. One morning, I was drawing blood samples from patients on the transplant floor. One particular patient had a uh, veritable laundry list of tests the doctors wanted to run, so I was chatting with him as I got all of his blood tubes filled. I asked him what he had, trans uh, what he had, had transplanted. Uh, most of the patients were kidney or liver transplant patients, so I thought he'd tell me something like that. Instead of answering me, he threw back his blood bed <gasps> blankets and showed me his penis. What? It was like a Frankenstein horror show. Buckle All in, purple and angry looking. I glanced at it, then looked at him. <laughs> it was a wide-eyed, wide-eyed, <laughs> giant what? purple penis. Yikes. Seer. One-eyed, one-horned, giant purple pe penis seer. <laughs> I glanced at it, then looked at him. He grins, gestured at his fucked up wing, and says, I got a prosthetic. Generally, these are inflatable devices they can put in your dick if you have erectile dysfunction. They look weird, and sometimes they fail in weird ways. Anyway, uh, this guy and his uh, this guy and his dick. Okay. Uh, without thinking about it, I said, "Is it gonna stay that color? It looks terrifying." Whoa! He, where's your bedside manner, right? Scoop Nurse? Come on, Scoop Nurse. Can't hey. tell a guy is recently operated. She said this was a while ago. Terrible. So this, this is well. young. Young Scoop Nurse. Young well, Scoop Nurse, baby. She's expressing concern for the color. Yeah. Uh, he looked sad for a moment, then kind of laughed and said it would look more impressive in a few weeks. I laughed and told him not to whip it out until uh, it looked more like a sausage and less like a bruised potato. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> As I was leaving the floor, I told the nurse taking care of that patient to have a chat with him uh, since he was whipping his dick out at the staff. Turns out uh, that he was in there for he was in there for a kidney transplant, but he just always does that with his giant purple cock. <laughs> right. <laughs> just nurses walk in the room. He just goes, hey, surprise. He's actually a uh, MMA cockfighter. <laughs> he was in there for treatment. It's just beat and bruised from a nasty sword fight. Really rough. <laughs> he choked, choked oh, out. Welcome to the Octodong. <laughs> it's time. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> we got ourselves over here in the blue trunk, soon to be on the floor. <laughs> Joey, the head huntsman. Hey, hey, everybody. And over here in the black trunks, also soon to be shed, we got. Felipe Foreskin Fernandez. Oh, he's good. He's good. In the turtleneck. In the turtleneck. <laughs> I want a clean fight, gentlemen. I don't want to see any schmigma. I see clean. Fucking you in the face Let's with a scary looking potato. Scoop nurse. Gross. Oh. Gross, gross, gross. Surprise. Jeez. That's funny. Is Scoop nurse coming to Scoop Fest? Because I want to do the same thing. Uh, maybe she is now. Yeah. She's got the incentive. <laughs> yeah. She knows you're going to do a blanket whippy. Matt's going to whip out a scary looking potato. Blanket surprise. <laughs> For me, it actually be an actual potato. <laughs> it's just a potato. It's just, just a potato. Keep one in my pants at all times, just in case. <laughs> just just in case. Just, it's an actual purple fingerling. Yeah. <laughs> you ready to do a little jackfruit nerd? Oh, boy, am I ever. Ladies and gentlemen, it is
Stomach exploded. Oh, barf. Uh, my buddy just texted me back again, and he says uh, that he would tell me if there was something wrong, which I believe that he would. And uh, apparently the entire crew there is having a really good time being blamed for, uh, or having the Trump campaign blame them for uh, his fuck up. Sure. Oh, good. Yeah, so they're, they're all pretty excited that uh, that they're getting all this all this press from the Trump campaign. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got a Jock vs. Nerd here uh, with, with a little scoop mail from our good buddy, Bunny Boy Ace. Oh, all right. Well, uh, hello, Ace Muns. Says first, how this, are you? This has Good? to be deliriously written. He was working oh, for us for yeah. like crazy hours this week drawing scoop heads. So how are you? Good? Good. So the harrowing tale of scoop head drawing I have for you tonight comes from the previous batch. Imagine it is the nighttime. I was chatting with a friend on Skype and I was marathoning episodes. I had uh, circumstantially fallen behind about a month's worth. This was during scoop head batch beta as well. Uh, how we were so young then. So... <laughs> I am also about nipple deep in disembodied heads. The friend I am chatting with is curious how I was doing, and boy, did she pick an opportune time. (laughs) I was at that moment working on the severed head of a scoop's adorable daughter, and emotions struck me harder than uh, joke redacted. I begin to almost (laughs) sentimentally break down uh, regarding how cool it is that my artwork has cracked a niche and some kid is going to have this amusing trinket. Sure, when she is 13 through 17, it's going to be embarrassing, but how sweet that would be to look back on. Then I begin to go on and on uh, uh, how regardless, uh, Matt's kids get to see all this stuff where daddy is a cartoon character and how cool that must be for a little kid. Now... I'm in an emotional fever, partially due to sleep deprivation and also due to the fact that I love getting to do this kind of stuff. Uh, cut to friend who is humoring me, but also is super enthused to uh, to think you guys are breaking into stuff uh, little kids could enjoy and how she's proud to see me not just working in a niche when, from the podcast, Jacob begins to talk about raping an animal. <laughs> Then proceeds to triple down on the joke, extending it out to near Mattingly levels. Whoa, whoa. I love you guys, nice. and thanks for that. There you go. I talked about raping an animal. It All must right. have been a duck. No, probably. It's always a duck. You, you can't you can't rape a duck. Yes, they, yes, you can. They want it. They oh, want it. Not every duck oh, is the same duck. Oh, they want it, no, man. They don't. They don't. Their their vaginas are specifically designed oh. because they don't want it. Oh, <laughs> you guys are fooling yourselves. Oh. Oh, you guys are fooling they yourselves. They have built-in labyrinths that say no. Oh, they say please. Oh. Jock versus nerd, or should I say pen versus perversion? Oh. What? Ten questions about pen or perversion. Most correct answers win. Well, I already sent you a giant box of stuff, so pretend like those were prizes. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Random note, though, uh, next time I check the uh, touristy shops, I'll look for a uh, sa- uh, Sasquatch uh, fucking Portland is maggoty with uh, big feet stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why I wanted to send some sweet, sweet touristy love. Uh, let's see. Uh, Pendulette toured with and performed on an album of what avant-garde San Francisco collective? Who is this question to? I think this is to either of you. Uh, the, uh, the residents. Matt? Uh, same answer. Both correct. So let's see. I've got to. I've got to keep score here. I guess. All right. So far, Jacob, we're tied one to one. Yes. If you want to write that down. Good. I've written it down. Moving on. Okay. Uh, Matt, you'll get this one first. The fetish involving one party eating another party entirely is called. Uh, delicious. Uh, Paul. 
Mastication masochism? Vore. V-O-R-E. Yes. Vore. There you go. I forgot. Uh, oh, I've been masturbating to the wrong type of porn for so long. Yeah, you have. Uh, Pendulette has often publicly disparaged this three-part series about magic that he was involved in. Uh, we're going to start with Matt so that we're not just so we don't just keep going to the same person first on uh, each type of question. Okay. So Matt, uh, which Pendulette has often often publicly disparaged this three part series about magic that he was involved in. The masked magician. Uh, Paul. Mysteries of magic revealed. The magical mystery tour. <laughs> ah. Okay. Oh right, he had to go to all these different countries and. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He hated being in other countries. I have heard, I have heard him talk shit about the mass magician before. It's very yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't I think saw it was involved, that. But he yeah. d- he didn't like the accommodations and everything. Yeah, he hated traveling. He hates traveling. I, I yeah. dude, he hates being out of the country. I am with him, yeah. with it. Hotel, Wi-Fi, coffee shop. That's what that guy needs. Dude, it's why would you? Go, America has almost every kind of environment. Every kind of. Uh, Aside from tropical rainforest, right, and Florida comes close. Sure, you got every kind of environment you could want in this country. I believe Hawaii has tropical rainforest. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. There we go. Let's go to Hawaii. So there you go. It, it, I'm always up to go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul, commonly identified though apparently debatable as the first major uh, hentai, hentai yeah. mm-hmm. uh, film series. Um, I would say. Oh, it's either La Blue Girl or Uratsu Kadoji. Uh, Matt, do you have a guess? I'm going to go with La Blue Girl. Uh, you're both wrong. It's Cream Lemon. Cream Lemon. Lemon Party. Yeah. Oh. I thought for sure Matt would get well, that I'm one. Voting down, I'm voting right down the line on well, Lemon yeah, Party. Absolutely. I, I stand fucking corrected. Paul, Pendulette formed a band with uh, Kramer in 1992 featuring Billy West and Deborah Harry and influence from Lou Reed. What was that band? The Zippos. Matt? It's like Bob's Bargain Basement or Bob's Basement Bargain something. You're real close. It's uh, Captain Howdy. <laughs> Captain Howdy. <laughs> I, didn't know, I did not know Captain Howdy. And, uh, Matt defined as many as the uh, birth of tentacle porn. What is the name of this 1817 Japanese woodcut? Uh, the, the octopus? <laughs> the tentacle. The, uh, Paul, the cuppy arm, <laughs> uh, sea monsters revenge. Uh, you're both really close. It's the dream of the fisherman's wife. Ah, yes, <laughs> dream, the dream of the fisherman's. Of the fisherman's wife. Wife. By the way, cuppy arm would be the worst name for a porn ever. Cuppy arm would be bad. <laughs> Have um, you uh, watched Cuppy Arm? You want to watch a little Cuppy Arm? The actually, the 85 year old couple in the back of Fifty Shades is watching Cuppy Arm. <laughs> They're watching Cuppy Arm. It's like, oh, please turn this off. Uh, Matt, to this date, Penn has two Disney voice credits. One is commercial announcer in Toy Story, and the other one is... Damn it, I I knew Toy Story. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Ursula in uh, Little Mermaid. Correct. Uh, Paul, do you have a second guess, even though Matt already got it correct? Uh, He was a voiceover guy in that. Um, Trying to think what else he would have... Oh, I think he was in Cars. I don't know what this character is from, so I can't tell you if that's okay. right or not. <laughs> the name is Pluto Devil. Oh, Pluto Devil from Cars. Oh, is that in no, Cars? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. None of us know. To the internet, Jacob. Uh, I'm already on the internet doing do uh, Jack versus Nerd. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> hey, look at that. Paul can do stuff. Uh, yes. According to Rule 34, the most fuckable Disney character, not counting Marvel, with 5,789 entries is Paul. Bell. 
Nope. Matt. Oh, it's uh, Ariel. Paul, do you have a secondary guess? I would have voted Ariel second. Oh. Snow White. Kim Possible. Oh, my God. You're so right as far as uh, what the internet results will show you. Yeah. Oh. I didn't realize. I didn't think of her as uh, Disney per se. She's Disney she? XD. She's uh she's a secret agent girl. Oh, okay. Uh, again, this goes back to um, Penny Arcade. Yeah. The artist whose name escapes me, who does Kim Possible, is uh, Mike's favorite artist. Okay. And he basically started drawing because he was inspired by him and really aped his style for a lot and just is totally overwhelmed. But yeah. Um. She suffered that same fate as uh, the girl from the insurance. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember oh, I told yeah, you about yeah, that? Yeah. Oh, right. The insurance girl, the insurance spy, and Kim Possible both suffer the same way on the internet. They are in <laughs> the most unbelievable. Well, that's like uh, um, Carrie Fisher would send Penn different uh, Leia porn things she found on the internet. Nice. Oh, it's Pluto. He's a. It's a bad version of Mickey's dog. Oh, oh. there you go. Yeah. Pluto. Uh, right. Matt, or Paul, rather. Uh, Pendulette has lent his voice and likeness to some interesting cartoons, Futurama, Simpsons, and this Mexican wrestler-themed cartoon. It's up your alley, Paul. Yeah, it's, it's wrestling. Uh, uh, Lucha Libre. I can't remember what the other what the subtitle is. Uh, you're wrong anyway. Oh, okay. So it doesn't matter. My, oh, well, I'll try my one. guess is uh, El Pollo Loco. <laughs> it's a Mexican wrestler-themed? Yes. Hmm. Okay, what is it? Taco Bell Hospital. Uh, I'm giving uh, I'm giving half a point to Matt because the word L is indeed <laughs> yeah! in the uh, in the title. I love points. Mucha Lucha: The Return of El Malifico. Ah, so L is right in there. So uh, right. good job, Matt. Half All a right. point. I'm up half a point to was it one and a half to one right now? That's right. Yeah. And uh, we finally, are crushing this quiz. And finally, Matt to go up two and a half to one. Yeah. Pinge, uh, sorry, that was the one I just read. No pun intended. Looking up this info is getting hard. What is furry talk for fucking? Corduroy burn? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Paul can take the lead here. What is furry talk for fucking, Paul? Unzipping? <laughs> Velcro? I've actually heard this one before. I can't believe I know the answer to this. I think yeah. I saw it on a CSI episode. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yiffing. Yiffing? Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah, I didn't know that one. One thing led to another, and then, you know. Yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, I believe that Matt will know the answer to this, so I'll ask Paul first. Uh, bonus question. Pendulette has a patent on what masturbation device? The Jill Jet. The thing yep. that works yeah. in the hot tub. Jill Jet. That's it. Yeah. Uh, you both got a point for that. Matt wins two and a half to one. All right. All right. No, two and a half to two, right? Uh, two and a half to two. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, half a point still, victory. Still. I uh, hope you had fun. Now I have to go clear my browser history and cookies. Your artist, <laughs> Hair Bunny. Uh, P.S. Hashtag get bunny to guest uh, is uh, going into full swing soon. I will not rest until I get to expunge my race, my racially insensitive hate and dislike of women on your show. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> All right, we'll have Donald the, Trump on soon. The, boy, the, the bunny boy wants to come on and uh, talk some shit. All right. We should we want we want him to guest. We should have him guest. Oh yeah. So uh I want to thank Pendulette. Where's I'm looking for my thank yous right it's here. It's over there. All right. I want to thank Pendulette for creating this podcast, everybody. And we have some other people to thank too. Also, if your name so here's the thing. Okay, so if your name last week we were a bunch of first names or something, and I think just the, the 
we moved all of our website over to the machine, right? And so the machine is a marketing guy and he's not a web design guy. He had a web designer recreate our whole site in a different language. Uh, and after going back and forth with a series of somewhat fractious emails, it turns out that we don't have a web designer now. Right. Uh, we just figured that out like today. And so we're solving it today. Uh, I already have a phone call set up for someone to help us out. Um, and so uh, the Scoop Hall of Fame and some of the other things that were working off of the old site that was set up to be automated was we moved it over to this other site so that we could launch the machine to advertise, which has launched and is working. Yes. Uh, it turns out uh, that both our, our audience is expensive to get, but does want us. That's what we've learned so far. Uh, uh, <laughs> Fair. So uh, uh, that's what's going on there. Uh, so we're we're gonna be thanking people for for, for thanking you by your name instead of your scoop name, and you want that changed. Uh, we're gonna figure that out uh, real soon. Um, but but let me know. Email me. Let me know. Thanks for your patience, guys. Thank you for your patience, everybody. It's really weird to move your site from one place to another without launching an advertising campaign would be an already crazy task mm -hmm. with bugs. With a marketing plan, makes it even buggier. Mm -hmm. And then with we created our own uh, perfect storm by also launching Scoop Fest at the time where we launched the machine, mm -hmm. which is involving its own thing. Like right. The, the the order form for the Scoop bags, <laughs> which are available by the way. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Buy uh, our Scoop bags are up for grabs. If you're coming to Scoop Fest, uh, go on to uh, uh, heyscoops.com slash Scoop Bag, and you should be able to order right away. I'm gonna double check that link. Make sure that you're coming to Scoop Fest yeah. before you order. Yeah, as of right now, we're, we're going to try to figure this out. But as of right now, it's just for people who are coming to Scoop Fest. So there's no place to enter a delivery address or anything like that. It's just for right. your size. You can choose your uh, vanilla, chocolate, or strawberry shirt. You're going to get a hat. You're going to get a mystery item. You're going to get other doodads. Uh, but uh, yeah, you want to go to heyscoops.com slash scoop bag um, and get your uh, scoop bag today. Uh, that That... If you buy the bag, you're gonna you're we're gonna get your email. That email is going to be the first uh, place we send the discount codes for Penn and Teller tickets and for Fifty Shades the parody. So the people who buy the bags will have first crack at the tickets to those shows for Scoop Fest. Um, all right, and the shirts are gonna look awesome. The hats are gonna look awesome, and the the mystery item is you're gonna fucking love it. It's getting so exciting. And if you, the fact that you're gonna be at Scoop Fest when you get it is gonna be helpful to you. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So, um, all right, let's thank some people here. Uh, we want to do it in the style of uh, 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 MMA cockfighting? Sure. These okay. are all MMA cockfighters. All right. Entering the ring is Lee Cocksock Popsicle. Hailing from parts unknown, it's Alex bends a little to the west. <laughs> Leon uh, Kasab the Cock monster. Bobby the Muncher Murdoch. Linda Job Handmeyer. Brett speaks for itself, Cocker. Lori, <laughs> Lori fills up your mouth with her cock. Three scoops of lady. Brian coats your eyes in his sweet surprise, Val Divizio. Lucas Stott, guess what I got? Six inches of fun. Stop. See Wick. Uh, <laughs> Mandy Handy Abella. Corey Loretta Lynn, <laughs> the coal miner's wiener. <laughs> Mark Taste Great, Always Filling Miller. Greg P. 
Piddle Biddle. Uh, <laughs> Marco, once you pop, you can't stop Helsinki. Jacob, he who smelkin elkin. No, Matt. that's Iken. <laughs> Smiken? Smiken Iken. <laughs> Matt McKenzie. John. <laughs> Matt Storm of Jism. <laughs> Larry, the special circumciser Northcut. Melanie, cock canoe by the horny brook. <laughs> Jacob. I'd like to thank uh, what the fuck uh, Nicole Angelopoulosis Angelopoulos oh, I do just want to say uh, all the new uh, Patreon backers we have are putting in names that are there to fuck with Jake. oh I know I've seen those <laughs> it's <laughs> really great there's some really there's some new gems coming up next month new scoop names are going to be pretty great Percy Morales Philip uh, Chalop Rachel Teplitsky I think I think I got that one. Uh, Randy Evans, Rasmus Nelson, Rich, Richard Bruins, Richard Hill, Robots Ahoy, Colin Blowband, Rose Ford, Ryan, Ryan Pugue, Ryer Appledorn, Sam Reed, uh, Sweet Cup and Cakes, Sarah Bjorn, Scoop Nurse, Scott Muldrig, and Scott Pinyard. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. Hey, if you want to get your name read in the thank yous as well as uh, get a bunch of other rewards uh, like uh, like extra uh, RSS feed content, uh, cool merchandise, uh, go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash hey scoops. Uh, hey. And check out all we got. We got all kinds of tiers, things from a dollar to a thousand dollars. Go ahead and check that out. We got all kinds of uh, array of packages for you to check out, including our own. Our own sweet, sweet packages. Oh, Check yeah. it out. Uh, speaking of packages, we have two entries thus far into Dickorama. Yes. And uh, we, we we found a way to put it on a website. So soon, it's not going to be on our site, but it's going to be on a very expensive website. <laughs> the Halloweeny Dickorama <laughs> is in full swing. Yeah. So get on it, you dinglings. There might be a $25,000 website that's going to be on there. Yes. And uh, uh, as you don't, know... Don't forget, fabulous prizes. Yes. Prizes galore, prizes as a matter galore. of fact. <laughs> prizes galore. And we're making a lot of shit for Scoop Fest, so we have the stuff... We have to- stuff to, to give some swag. To send you. So if you feel inclined, get yourself a shoebox, cut a hole in it, uh, or whatever you want, and yeah. uh, set up a little scene where your wiener is the star of the show. Yeah. Dress it up for Halloween. Doesn't have to be wiener. It doesn't have to be wiener. It could be any body part of, any, right. of any gendered person. Well, We're calling it Dickorama because we don't have a better name for it. We said wieners or boobs, right? Well, those are the ones that we're going to like. Right. Yeah. Uh, vajays. You could do a vajay. I mean, if you got a hot elbow. Go nut. Go Come ahead. on now. You hot know, elbow? You know I love me some shoulders. Oh, boy. <laughs> you love the swell of the back is what you like. Uh, <laughs> oh, that in the dickorama? Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, and, and so even if you're not creative, if you want to go with uh, if you want to go with a pun for a very blatant, just uncreative one, we want those too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we did get our first uh, one, and it is a, uh, a Zelda motif. It is. So the bar is set is what's going on here um all right uh what else scoop fest uh old business uh we did the circ ticket giveaway um okay uh yeah okay scoop fest scoop fest guys november, november 11th, 11th 12th, 12th 13th, 13th. Bye, we had 140 people on facebook alone saying they're coming yeah and as of today we've already sold about uh 70 some odd uh welcome bags uh which is good because we need people to buy the bag to pay for all the things we're doing at scoop fest that's yeah. true <laughs> that's oh true. if you are a, an aspiring thespian 
yes. and are thinking about coming to Scoop Fest, let me tell you something that might push you over the edge. Oh, here we go. The head of the department, the, the theater department at the Juilliard of the South, Northwestern State <laughs> University, will be attending Scoop Fest Shut 2016 up. Las Vegas. Oh, oh, that's so exciting. Theater royalty. That's right. And if you are a thespian, and you just so you know, a college dropout from Montclair State University's BFA program, the Princeton of New Jersey, will be one of the hosts of Scoop Fest. Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> and if you're looking to meet a dropout from the prestigious University of Louisville theater program, which was called in the Louisville paper, a place churning out teachers, not actors. <laughs> The Kentucky of Kentucky. Oh fuck, man! That's why. I, that's why I left. That's why I quit. I read that article. That I was newspaper like, article. Yeah, I was like, oh. really? And yeah, he went into cause journalism because it, it was it was a quote. It was a quote from the guy who was running the Louisville theater scene at that time. The downtown, oh, no. which was actually that's where uh, what's her name came up. Uh, uh, Bates. Uh, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates was the big uh, the big fine from the Louisville uh, theater scene. Okay. And so the guy running that scene was like. Fuck the U of L theater program, oh, and I was like, agreed. Someone goodbye. The, someone in the group accused me of not liking Bruce Willis. Oh, nothing could be farther from the truth. And he is also a fellow Montclair State University dropout. Look at that. So I, why, why I, wouldn't you like Bruce Willis? I, I shat on two movies he was in. Good. Oh, okay. Red and Hudson Hawk. So I stand by you're, my taste. Right. I stand right by to my shit on Hudson. Die Hard is one of the best uh, movies ever, and I, I would and argue that franchise. all of the Die Hard movies are fantastic. They're great, even the even like the later ones where yeah. they kind of rebooted the franchise a little bit. Oh, I love all of them. I will watch me some Die Hard. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, all right, uh, what else? Oh, I want to thank all the the audio mafia, the visual mafia, the data mafia. That's right. Uh, we had a data mafia. We had a grad sure. school student write us at wanting access to our stats so they could crunch some numbers. As long as we thank them as part of the data mafia, so great we're data mafia now as well. All right, so I want to thank the audio mafia, the visual mafia, the data mafia, uh, all the listeners. Thank you for being a subscriber. Thank you for being a listener. If you want to turn someone else to our podcast, we really appreciate it. Participate in the obelisk scheme. Choose one and only one person. Uh, to start listening to our podcast. Uh, so far, the Obelisk scheme is the most effective marketing we've ever done. More than oh, the yeah. machine, more than anything else, we've, 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 we grow at a, a, a maddening consistency that makes us feel like we're our own Ponzi scheme. Uh, so we thank Hush, you. Hush, there's no pyramid involved. It's yeah. just an Obelisk. Yeah. Uh, so uh, thank, thank you, you guys. guys so much. And if you have a chance to give us any kind of stars or reviews or recommendations on whatever app you're using to listen to podcasts, please do that for us. Every it really helps us helps. out. Uh, particularly on iTunes to give us stars or a review that helps us show up in recommendations. Um, all right. We'll be back tomorrow with more nonsense. We'll see you soon. Facebook.com slash CircCast. Get up there, like that shit, and message him with your favorite picture of Paul and give yourself out to the premiere of Curious in New York City. Make sure you can go. Yeah, make sure you can go. Preliminary sure estimates show that, that 81.4 million people watched the Clinton-Trump debate. Jesus. That's a lot of people. That's pretty heavy duty. That's fucking nuts. That's a lot of people. Um, We don't have any drums to play this week, oh, but no. we do have... A haiku. What? 
The world is on its ear. Billy Bob would like a haiku about life passing by while you wait at the DMV. <laughs> Dedicated to all the nice DMV officers. This line has not moved. I am still waiting my turn. I'm a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Good. And T. Patrick Smith would like a triple threat. All right. <laughs> triple threat music cracks me up. <laughs> it is funny. I want to get my energy up. It's fucking... Uh... <laughs> I love it. I love it. Smitty Scoop wants a triple threat about Hillary Clinton. And this is dedicated to all the participants in the ICS Super Bowl Fantasy Football League. Hundred eighty five Hillary Clinton's walking to the bar. The bartender says, You passed us a long time ago. But I'm bumped. I like my women like I like my uh, Hillary Clintons with giant breasts. <laughs> they call me Hillary Clinton because of my matching red pantsuit. <laughs> they call me Hillary Clinton because of my giant breasts. <laughs> yeah. Triple go. threat. Triple threat. Kaboom. 185 Hillary Clintons walk into a bar, then 185 other women walk into the bar. And the bartender says, what are these other women doing here? And they say, oh, I'm with her. Bum, ba, dum, bum, bum. <laughs> I'm with her. <laughs> Amanda Whitaker would like a song. Yes. Hey, I'd love a song about Starbucks never spelling your name right. And this is dedicated to my awesome, awesome hubster, Graham, or as he's known at Starbucks, Glim, Glam, Graham, Ryan, Brian, etc. His his posts with his Starbucks name spelled wrong are really, really funny. Yeah, I have a friend. Her name is Glennis. Oh, Jesus. And she, her, her Instagram account is just photos of, how, uh, they spell of how, they, how they spell her name at Starbucks. Well, that's a tough one. But I love it. It's so great. Yeah, that's funny. That's great. Glennis. Yeah, it's good stuff. Glennis or Glennis? Uh, Glennis. G-L-E. Glennis. N-M-I-S. Wow. Named like after Dennis. her dad, Glenn? Uh, named after John Glenn. Okay, great. The fictional astronaut. And her Got uncle, Is. 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 So you go. Song about uh, Starbucks never spelling your name right. Right. Hey, I need a mocha whip, frapple rapple, hoop a doop a dee. Hey, uh, I got a super chocolate mocha choco frank tang coming up. Hey, uh, somebody get this guy a uh, no splenda extra calf deraf. I opened an extra calf deraf. Is with is that with splenda or no splenda? No splenda. Oh shoot, mine was with splenda. Okay, I'll wait. I've come here to get my morning drink. Can they spell my name right? What do you think? I tell them my name at the cashier spot They write it out on the cup that soon will be hot 
And then when I wait and they call out the name It's like the name I gave them but it's not quite the same I said my name was Jerry, I heard Gleary from the side And I went to pick it up to see if it was what I'd ordered And they said, hey are you Glenary? I said my name's Jerry they said, well, Gugleri has a drink here. It's a non-cap frap of rap with only one splendor. Is this you? I said, I can't be certain. My name is Jerry, not Gleri. Non-cap giraffe for... Damn, but I can't tell. Starbucks go to hell. Why is it so hard to spell my name correctly? My name is Jerry. For Gary? Gary? My name is Jerry. For Sherry, Sherry my baby. Name is Jerry. Larry, non capture F. Please don't spell it wrong. I have a decaf calf giraffe for Jerry. G A R R R R R I E. Oh, it can't possibly be me. Gary? I'll never get my dream. Bare Naked Scoops uh, would like a song about how college feels weird when you're a decade older than the average student. Mm. And this is going out to all those going back to school to complete their education in their late 20s and beyond. It's going to be Paul one day. (laughs) (laughs) Except not at all. No. Princeton of New Jersey. Oh. I've decided to pursue higher education. What the fuck is this song? Hiya! Wait, no. <laughs> redo. Best song ever? <laughs> no, no. Redo. <laughs> new, new song, please. That's all over the moon. Fine, but we're staying with Tango. I've worked with that song before, but it. Yeah, okay. Something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I've decided to continue my education and go for a follow-up degree. The poon I see everywhere is so damn young, so damn young. I cannot date anyone here or I will look like a creepy freak. Why did this have to happen now? I'm cool, have money and a car somehow But when I was at school the first time No one would even look at me Now I have the money and the time But these girls can't be bothered They don't want my number at all They think I'm as old as their father it's too much for me to bear, I have to leave I didn't get invited to the kegger I go home and I grieve I am not the right age I read as I flip through my textbook page But I look up and see all the underage girls scowling at me Oh, what have I done? Oh, no <laughs> Anthony Weiner. Anthony Weiner's story. Oh, boy. He's back at it again, huh? 
Apparently. Like trying to go to jail, you mean? <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. Speaking of trying to go to jail, Jake Schneider would like a song about STDs. And this dedication goes out to his wife. <laughs> what a lovely dedic- happy anniversary. <laughs> I got you something. <laughs> sure, dude. It's a package. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Itchy, burning, and red My crotch feels on fire I think that I might expire If I don't get cream on this now Ooh, what pain from the head That I got from that hooker She was quite the looker But I caught something from that cow Your whole will burn (laughs) And it may drip and fester too I don't know what I got But believe it or not Now I'm sure I gave this shit to you I'm sorry it hurts bad I'm quite the cad I'm sorry that I gave this shit to you My dick is hard But it is also quite bumpy Oozy, pussy, and lumpy I might just go cut it off (laughs) Uzi, <laughs> uh, Pussy, and Lumpy were the original name of the Three Stooges. <laughs> what a closer. They originally named the Three Stages. Uzi, <laughs> Pussy, and Lumpy? Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. If you're a new scoop and you stuck around this long, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> See you tomorrow, scoops. Welcome to the Terror Dome. <laughs> Boy, that song's definitely in my wheelhouse. The Holy World? Yeah. Yeah. That's my uh that's my range.